0: Hello and willkommen bei by podcasting as practice. My name is David and my pronouns sind ihr
1: im. Oh, uh, you didn't tell me we were doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> German is
0: not a bit; it's an entirely
1: serious language. Uh, yeah. Uh, my pronoun is uh, my pronoun is fucking helmet. And <laughs> It's almost as if something happened at the weekend that fucked me up, isn't it? <laughs>
2: oh, I
0: played that card early. Yeah, yeah. Get it, get
1: in early. Get off, get in often. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. My my name is Le Jamie and my pronouns are French. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> und hallo, oh. ich bin Robert und mein Pronomen sind er und ihm.
1: Oh, see, that was way more confident than David. Yeah.
3: Well, I
0: mean, I would hope so. To be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Rob's got no excuses. Unlike me. Being British. Um, so, yeah. Uh, hello, we're back. It's another episode of uh, this. And as you may have guessed, we are not talking about Britain, if we can avoid it. We are going to instead oh. talk about some whale that has somehow become worse. Uh, Germany. And to do that, we are joined Mountain by... Britain. Mountain <laughs> Britain. <laughs> no, that's Switzerland. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure out what kind of Britain it is along the way. Um, but to do this, we are joined by the experts, uh, which are... Kieran and Nick from Connor
4: Spatey. Hello, hello. Uh, as an Irish person, I want to say that you're all Germans. Um, that's my <laughs> take. <laughs> you know it's uh, fucked I'm, when an
0: Irish person will assign you German identity <laughs> over British identity as a
2: slot.
4: <laughs> Bunch of Saxons oh, de- who didn't leave. <laughs>
5: <laughs> um, herz, herz, herzlichen, herzlichen Dank für die Einladung. Es uh, freut mich sehr. Uh that I get to uh you know dunk on this fucking dumbass country. So uh <laughs> I, I can't wait. Let's uh let's get on it. Uh, I have I've been I've been I've been I've been patiently waiting to uh for to, to explode on Germany, uh at, you know, at fifty cent would say.
4: Pre- pretending that we don't do that every week. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought for for this week we sort of take a take a journey from from the sadness of Britain to the sadness that is uh, Germany. So I thought we'd start with some small bits of English news and sort of slowly make our way uh, uh, across the Channel, across the swamp, and then into Germany. <laughs> so basically, I wanted to start um, with some delightful uh, news in uh, in the world of austerity once again. Um, Birmingham Council there went bust at the end of the end of last year we've, we've been talking frequently about council bankruptcies uh, included in the last premium patreon.com forward slash praxiscast. Um, where basically they they went bankrupt um, gradually and then suddenly uh, as, as the saying goes um, but in basically the immediate causes were uh, a lawsuit over equal payment and overtime uh, which they correctly lost because they were underpaying their workers um, but also because uh, as previously covered on the on the patreon um housing provision homelessness and social care is all through the roof and the government's not giving them any money so they have um gone uh broke uh, which is called a section 114 notice uh, it, uh, and it uh, that happened formally in october i think last year but how the official. reason i wanted to like sorry
0: said how official
3: yeah um yeah, so basically, like, uh, for, for, for our guests, like, UK councils are legally banned from uh, running budget deficits, but they are incredibly wildly dependent on central government, like, giving them money from central taxation, uh, except the government is no longer doing that, like, they've cut, like, council budgets by, like, 40%, and have just given them more and more jobs to, to do in the meantime. So the rubber has is, is once again um, hitting hitting the road. Um, in the sense of that, now it's bankrupt, which means like massive cuts to everything that's not essential maintenance, uh, a fire sale of assets, etc., etc. And one like particular thing that I want to talk about is that um, Birmingham is either considering or has by now closed like its waitlist for social housing, so you can't even get on the waitlist to get maybe in a decade a social house. It, uh, it's re- it's really great. Like this is the kind Normal of grim things. shit we can.
0: Yep, functional system. My favourite bit about this is the just once again, the fucking rule that you're not allowed to run a deficit at all. We've made debt illegal. Congratulations, we fixed the problem. It was an actual oh. political solution.
4: We've been doing only, that for only ages. In,
5: only in but government, it, though.
4: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, oh no, you're allowed going to debt. Lots yeah. of it, actually. Yeah, sick nasty. Expected,
5: uh, even. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm calling my boy Christian Linde into the room. Yeah, I was about to say. To say, to say. About this. What the fuck is death? <laughs> <that? laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, no, sorry. Uh, welcome to Germany. Welcome to the, the cult of Schwarzenold, where the where it is unconstitutional for this country to go into debt. I believe. Um, I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's um if you ever the classic way i describe this if you ever arrive in you know the capital of europe's leading economy and wonder why everything looks like fucking shit that's why (laughs) um so yeah we're not allowed to spend money here we were during the pandemic and now they're making us pay for it um by saying that we we went a little too crazy and you need to well, stop. Well, yeah, I
5: think that, yeah, one of the weirdest things, too, I mean, that, uh, you know, sorry to jump the gun and, you know, uh, you know, Germans, uh, you know, Deutsch explain everything to, you know, people who <laughs> like, don't seem to understand, you know, people who don't seem to understand physical policy, as in neither does this country, um, is uh, one of the oddest, like, okay, so we're going to, like, uh, do I talk about this when we talk about the farmers protest or I talk about then about how the farmers protest kind of start because they had this 60 billion euros that was like allocated of special funds that was supposed to go to Corona hell like like Corona uh, Hilfe like money. So like money to, you know, whatever, like revitalize mm. the economy because of covid. And so there was this like outlier of like normal German behavior. And you know, remember Corona stuff like started during the like like uh i do not say miracle regime, but sure yeah, the <laughs> the miracle <Merkel> dictatorship <laughs> of you know four turns. Um and so they broke this because literally every economist on earth was just telling Germany like what the fuck are you doing? You cannot be continuing this inability to run a spending deficit. Um, you know and try to then combat you know a, a pandemic so they're like okay fine we'll do this like once you know but but don't get used to it and then sixty million, sixty billion, 60 billion sorry was just left over and then the current federal government under Schultz was like oh well you know uh, uh, there's a 60 billion and then let's just take that money and just put it into climate stuff and then <laughs> the CDU and CSU sued. The government, so the mm-hmm. opposition party, one of the opposition parties sued the government, went to the federal, like, the the, the, the federal, whatever, the equivalent to, like, the Supreme Court. The High in Germany, court, yeah. The... the yeah the Verfassungsgericht and the Verfassungsgericht was was like yeah no this is illegal which to be very fair is like it is illegal the government just can't be like we're going to take this money that was allocated to something else and just make it up so it's like the reason for why it was struck down is like actually like out of like not even just like a legal sense in the sense that then that like the Scholz government should not be able to do this thing however then by doing it it then just like got rid of all these like uh, by by then forming this like new version of this, this like, Klima packet thing that then doesn't exist anymore. They had to, like, get rid of a bunch of, like, um, uh, uh um like tax exemptions that farmers had because they fall under then a different thing for you know the money from then klima geld had to co- you know like money for the environment had to come from somewhere else so they struck then all these like reforms which you know to tax breaks or not whatever that is why the the, <laughs> the farmers are on the street is because of this stupid budget deficit thing that germany just refuses to give up even under a social democratic somewhat I guess you whatever you know uh, On under paper. the current like you know uh, yeah the, no 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 I just mean in the sense that then it's like the the current like traffic like coalition of like the green social democrats mm. and yeah. the liberals well, let's let's, let's yeah
3: let's let's <laughs> maybe save yeah. a little bit for for, for the bank course but for yeah. sure yeah yeah oh um, no
5: absolutely but it's just like it is it is just like that's one of the funniest things all way that it's like it's like Germany's obsession with this thing uh, has uh, literally just like backfired in the, one of the oddest and silliest ways. So yeah,
3: yeah, like that's that's different. Do we, we have where, that Like too. here, it's it's not yeah. backfiring. Here, Do it's uh, it's by design. It's cruelty by design. Well, in like some it,
0: ways, other ways, it's um, it's aspirational policy. Uh, because that's like Keir Starmer wants to run this like um, yeah, fiscal policy, fiscal rules shit. But there's no way to enforce it because there's an unwritten constitution. So it's just based on vibes and pure open will to not ever spend any money and that's that's the good future we have to look forward to
1: and when you say like 60 billion uh for the climate i'm just picturing like a massive fucking air conditioner like imagine how (laughs) ancient (laughs) an air conditioner you could build for 60 billion
5: (laughs) yeah they just gave it all to siemens they're just like go for it how big how big is how
4: this is how yeah. This is how you trick Germany into like investing in itself. It's like no, you're just giving money to the climate. It's like that looks like a German company. No, it's not. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cli- yeah. It's it's
5: it's it's climate GmbH like
4: <laughs> owned by Siemens. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: now here it's very much like by design to make sure that like councils uh, especially councils that are not controlled by the ruling party like don't make any independent de- decisions of their own because like the government can just yank their chain uh back in back into behavior basically um it sounds anyway, a lot this- like
5: this supposed authoritarianism i've been hearing so much about but go on
3: <laughs> yeah, so basically, what all this is, has meant for, um, for for Birmingham in particular. There apparently there are already like twenty three thousand people on the waitlist for social housing just in the city alone, um, with another eleven thousand who are not on the waitlist but are, are on the waitlist for the waitlist. Um, mm-hmm. And this is why the ca- the council can only like allocate like between two and three thousand um, so, like social housing units or apartments or homes, whatever, like a year. So like, why even- is there
1: um, why is there a separate waitlist for the waitlist? Why don't you make the waitlist longer? It's so did you they, don't like,
3: make the waitlist longer.
0: Did they it just, just fill
1: unseemly. a hard drive? Yeah, with the waitlist. Yeah. And like, no, that's it. <laughs> Fuck it. We need. We need to start a new one.
4: Yeah, you filled a hard drive. Everyone on the waitlist has been fully rendered in HD <laughs> 3D. <laughs> that's why this waitlist is one terabyte. <laughs>
3: Yeah, like the whole of Birmingham Council has just like one Google Drive that they don't pay for. So like it just, it just maxes <laughs> out capacity and they just have to like yeah. boot
1: out a bunch of people. Um. We put the waitlist uh, on the blockchain and it just spiraled out of control.
4: We spent the last of the budget on like this company that put the entire city of Birmingham onto uh, uh, The Sims. Basically like a very large <laughs> Sims simulation.
1: Well, bought mean, land in like- second life. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I'm- last
3: year we could have at least pretended to house everybody in the metaverse, but even that we can no longer pretend that that got something we're going to do. All
4: now, right. I've got, the, I've-
0: the city skylines two model, the way they're going to fix this is to stop rendering teeth by starving dental funds,
4: <laughs> <laughs> or just the. Um, well, that's I've got, that's I've just
5: got- to vital. That's, that's just to revitalize the Turkish economy, though. I mean,
4: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we. Well, we've got okay i've got i've got a solution i've got a money solution what we need to do is the entire city of birmingham needs to invite like order pizza don't answer the doorbell go into edit mode build a fence around the pizza man wait for the pizza man (laughs) to die sell his remains for 15 sim bucks (laughs) rinse and (laughs) repeat free money baby yeah too bad another they Star like, more they... policy
0: that targets delivery drivers you hate to see
5: it <laughs> yeah, I hate when they updated it now you can't do that anymore it fucking sucks
4: <sighs> fucking maxes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just half the population can't build a swimming pool cat.
5: without ladders because
1: of the walk <laughs> <laughs>
3: I do have another solution um, for you, by the way. This was some other like shitty reporting that came out this year, uh, this week. Um, how about we make the pension age 71 instead so everybody can just pay for their rental accommodation for longer? Yeah, go for it. Why not?
1: How about, about I just go to the job centre so. and shoot myself?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, that's. I think that's that's an individual choice that you can make in the marketplace of ideas, ideas, Jamie.
5: Um <laughs> Just dousing myself in gasoline and just, you know.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah that was now. like that was a... the a little of my head.
1: Your corpse getting sanctioned because the, the, the job center's no smoking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, there's basically a bunch of, like, breathless reporting following a a report run by, like, a quote-unquote think tank that's run by a former Tory uh, Member of Parliament and uh, who's currently funded by the private pensions industry. So, you know, just normal, casual things. Mm. Yep. you know, this is, I, I had a quick look at some numbers and it's basically like apparently only 50% of adults by the age of like 70 are like disability free and like theoretically able to work, let alone like capable and willing to work. So, you know, but mm. that 50%, this is like that Vince Cable thing we read an age ago where, where you know, the 70 year olds could become cops again. The um-
4: Oh yeah. I see that you've titled this section of the notes, Work Will Solve All Your Ills, which is very reminiscent of a German phrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually.
5: I'm glad that we can make these jokes here. Uh, <laughs> 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 if I said this now, I would probably be like, g- canceled for, I don't fucking know, whatever Germany's on one now. <laughs> yeah, but I,
4: I just yeah. trick all the Germans into thinking I'm American and then I slip through the net. This is the yeah, it is. Of That's it. yeah, it's a, it's a a backwards thing of like,
5: yeah, yeah. When I, yeah, look, hey, you guys, when you're in Germany, the way that you stay safe is that you just tell every German, "Yeah, I'm American, and I love Route 66," and you know, and they don't bother you, you know. And it's, yeah, hey, tell okay.
4: Them, tell them they invented the hamburger. Um, get on with your life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Trying to pass my accent off as like Ohio or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> One of the states yeah, say you like forget your about
5: Yeah exactly Your name's Steve McDykel now you're, uh, you're from Ohio <laughs> <laughs> Or Sleeve McDykel, sorry That's it his is name
4: Sleeve yes. <laughs> Well isn't Douglas there like, like a whole weird favorite.
3: Subsection of like Germans that are like Obsessed with American culture and do like line dancing And shit You could get you yeah, yeah, could yeah, get yeah. in on that um, God, you Remember saw, when like, line nice? dancing
1: was Remember when line dancing was big in the 90s <laughs> we were all we were all hanging around, around at my mate's house after school, and we found like his dad had left like fucking uh, line dancing magazines under the coffee table. And for the next two <laughs> years at school, that lad was known as Two Gun McCrum.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the bountiful line dance bushes outside your house. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> i mean for some reason like the the report also stated that like apparently for some reason like young people aren't earning enough money to like pay the tax to pay for everybody else's pension but that's not mm. the solution the solution is like cram more you know decrepit people into the workforce
4: well, it is young people's fault for deciding that's how much money they earn mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah
4: well it's
0: fine the the age Life expectancy can only go up, up, up. All number can only go up. Don't worry yeah. about it. Well,
4: yeah. My friends at the private um, pension industry said that, that was fine, actually. And it's great that that
5: happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of I, life expectancy, um, there's... Uh, sorry, this is this is really random, but I see this on the way to work every single day. Because Berlin has to redo its federal elections. For the third time, well, the second mm. time for its federal elections, third time in general for the last election. Last time they did to redo the local elections, um, and there's a party in Germany that's like kind of like a transhumanist party, kind of they are, and um, they just have these they have these signs everywhere that just say in like kind of like super crammed letters because they don't have that much money. It's just like, do you want to live to be 800 years old? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's oh. quality we don't we don't get that shit we do not
1: imagine, get that shit here why do imagine we if that? you lived if you lived to 800 door how yeah, much no. do you think the average the average shop from big test school is going to cost by then <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, inflation's going to be and they're going to raise the pension like the retirement age to like 770 it's going to be ridiculous yeah
3: I don't, yeah, I just I you know I get a bit worried when Germans start talking about about like would would you like to have a podcast that lasts for a thousand years? It's like no, no. <laughs>
5: yeah, I mean the last German who tried to do something for a thousand years, kind of you know. <laughs> 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 it's also really fucked up that Germany wants to make Yoda work and like you know I mean. I, I guess, like, you no, know, I guess that he 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 did work until he was like 800 and something years old. So maybe yeah. he like is destined to be in the transhumanist German party. Who knows? He's a sigma male,
1: Judah. He's one of those, he's, it's like journalists though, his job's not real, so like, he was probably doing articles in the fucking Coruscant Times about how working at 900 is perfectly yeah. normal actually, because all he's got to do is swan about in a robe all day and like, say that he feels bad vibes about the future or some shit.
4: Kids these days, kids these only days got that. don't want to live in a swamp.
1: Nailed on, he only got that job because of his fucking dad. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: um but I, I I do have solutions for you. I don't consciously bring you, you problems. Uh, specifically uh somebody else has, has solutions for you. Um Ewan Blair, uh son of Tony Blair oh, and his education company. <laughs> Um, you know, have 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 solutions uh, for you. His company, by the way, is called Multiverse, so you know it's going to be good. Um oh, so oh, oh, this that's... is
1: this is exactly what this is exactly what I'm talking about, though. He doesn't have a real fucking job, so I bet he thinks we can work till eighty. Well, he thinks he can. Well, of course he can, because he doesn't have a real fucking job,
5: does he? Yeah, I mean to be Uh, fair, I could write I could write op eds that are like you know like 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 five paragraph essay format you know from like third grade for the rest of my life like that's chill. (laughs) I get how then like all these all these like absolute dipshits that like I don't know insert random liberal. A uh, 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 newspaper where they're just like, you know, coming into the office at like, you know, midday, you know, write like, a, a, a you know, tell me about your like, like, write, write me a personal narrative about your like favorite day at school or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, clock in at two, yeah, clock out at 2 p.m., you know, cash in 400 grand at the end of the year. Yeah, I would, I would work until I was like, you know, 900 and, you know, 900 years old yeah. and be chill with it, you know? But, but how many Iraqis did your dad kill? <laughs> um i don't is think it, any but oh well you know, can't but. have that job this is the
1: united states so
5: <laughs> well i mean i'm from the u.s so i may like you know for all i know maybe there's like a secret number that i'm unaware of so i can i can ask him <laughs> i think Tony blair I mean, hasn't beat though I yeah. mean, so, yeah. Yeah.
3: said 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 you and blair in his interview in the times retiring uh, young does not appeal to me why not work into my 80s Henry Kissinger was still working into his 80s.
1: I am going to become the fucking Joker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dr. But David Talley no, okay, in mean, yeah. the
0: Multiverse of Malice.
1: This is just... Do you know what I mean, though? It's like, your, your yes. dad kills enough people, and then you're you're just given a free ride. This should be the new Game Plus on Call of Duty. <laughs>
4: it's also like your... <laughs> Well, this is this is how they do. It. This is like this is this could be the new Tory like buy-to-let scheme where they just make an entire generation of Tories. Look, we raise the minimum, we made we raise the retirement age by like 10, 5, 10 years or whatever the fuck. But for everyone who signs up now, those five, ten years, you just have to write columns like reactionary columns. Everyone who comes yeah. after you, yeah, they just have to keep doing their job. But you can retire from your regular job at sixty-five, and then you have to spend the next six years writing like why today i
5: learned about this yeah Straight up, <laughs> Sandwiches are now.
4: That.
0: like i don't know if you're aware of mac but that guy draws like the shittiest little cartoon once a week or whatever and gets paid 250 grand for it
4: i have heard Hell about yeah. this yes i think that's he's on, mac, what? Mac? He on like 600 oh, mac, sorry
1: that's it's mac, mac, yeah, yeah, he's a on problem six... for different reasons yeah, Matt is the one that draws just a shitty little fucking squiggle every day and gets six hundred and fifty large at the end of the year. Yeah,
3: I'm
1: and so I, I, I was jealous. Like to... You're, you're, you're jealous. He
5: goes home just hears.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to know who he had to fuck to get that job because I can do it better. I promise you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not the yeah, drawings. Though. The drawings will be worse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: as as impossible as that seems, yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Well, I've seen no- your drawings are delightful. <laughs> I love the idea that they pretend that this is like a real marketplace, though. Because can you not just like what what paper does he work for?
1: Um, Matt is the Telegraph, and right, Mac, Telegraph. the one hundred year old racist guy that David mentioned, works for the fucking Daily Mail.
4: All right, so the Telegraph, the guy who's the guy who's getting six hundred fifty a year for drawing like if this was a real marketplace I should be able to go to the headquarters of the Telegraph and say look I'll do it for 649 like, yeah yeah and hired straight then
5: yeah and then you just slam down a picture of thick Jar Jar and they're like All absolutely right. you're hired
4: I'll just, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, will just write the word economy underneath it. <laughs>
3: yeah. Honestly, if you put thick jar jar in a hijab, you might actually stand a, ch- a chance at the Telegraph. Yeah. But that's-
2: <laughs>
5: no, 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 no. Yeah. Thick jar jar in a hijab is that you're you're working for uh, for 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 Charlie Abdo.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have six fifty to give you though. Well, a, I, no uh, no no something- no. Oh no! Of,
5: of of course not! No, if you're you're getting paid like thirty grand, but still, I mean, like it's France, you get healthcare, like you know. Are you gonna yeah, complain?
4: some economic? Yeah. Like, I get more journalistic freedom to do thick jar jar in a in a hijab. Yeah. Here's here's <laughs> an example
1: of Matt's fine work. So brace yourself, like, to stare into the Ark of the fucking Covenant here.
4: <laughs> oh, we've got in the ch- in the chat. Oh, now hang on. I've set up my Discord window so I don't have to see the chat. <laughs> a wise <laughs> <Nice>. move,
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I hate him so fucking much.
0: I know yeah.
1: six hundred and fifty 650 grand
3: a year. Fucking grand, yeah. For because this isn't an auditory and museum. every Basically, every dollar it's...
1: is on screen. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Basically, for because, you know, audio, media, but everything, it's two guys walking into a workshop labeled Ferrari, and the one guy mm. says to the other, the British make the best racing drivers. A lifetime of swerving around potholes at a steady 20 miles an hour has honed their skill. Because you see potholes oh. and Formula One cars. It's, there's and fun. 20 all-speed limits. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, yeah. 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 Do you think half of those words on that, on that caption were, like, left blank, like a Mad Lib? intention? intentionally just <laughs> brought it in unfinished being like you get the rest of the words when i get my christmas bonus yeah so that's how i would do it
3: yeah but you and blair has like a better uh, different plan he I, l- to I like train i like
1: to imagine for 650 grand a year the, the the editor of the telegraph keeps matt in a little cage in his office like those flying monkeys that mr burns had <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I just have to stay uh, but, here till I'm 71.
3: <laughs> but yeah, instead of drawing cartoons, would you rather not be over 50 and uh trained uh, um in an appre- in, in an entry level apprentice style scheme uh and be trained on AI and technology by the son oh, of Tony Blair. Oh fuck my life.
4: At the end of this do i not- become Henry Kissinger. Cuz that's who he mentioned <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Can they not
1: so like they at least teach hundred. me something useful like plumbing?
3: Yeah, you just you no. just become a respawn point for Henry Kissinger. That's that's <laughs> the end
2: goal. Of this. <laughs>
5: At this point, I just want I just want Tony Blair's son to get the honor of just like putting my like, you know, uh, I stab myself in the stomach, my guts spill out and then his son just decapitates me. That's what I want. <laughs> can I get that? Can I could I could I lobby for that at this point? I mean, honorable I don't want any of yet? this. <laughs> yeah, I just no. want an honorable death you can't have that German you must learn samurai. computer <laughs> <laughs> no.
4: that's, that's too aspirational a job so most of that's unpaid interns like everyone who gets killed nowadays in an honor killing they all have rich parents who can fund like pay for their rent in London and stuff it's ridiculous yeah it's fucked up
5: yeah
3: Honestly, like, you have to spend a fortune on, like, clean white robes and new tatamis and, you know, all that jazz, it's, it's just out of reach for the, for the common person. When my dad um, was
4: around, that was provided by the employer. Like, this is ridiculous. go back to, <laughs> go back to <laughs> adult
0: school and get yourself an apprenticeship in The Blade?
4: Yeah. yeah. Now all you
3: have, now all you have is, like, a wet room in the job centre with, like, a hose, and it's just, it's just
2: divided, just different. <laughs>
4: And the one person who does manage to be the plumber has to come in to fix the drain on that because they keep <laughs> putting stuff down the drain that they shouldn't be. Keep telling us I'll put interns down here.
3: Imagine being like the outsourced Serco guy who has to like come in for a minimum wage every year and like just decapitate people with you know like a blunt butter knife because Serco doesn't provide the honourable you know <laughs>
2: katana anymore. <laughs>
1: just imagine i'm imagining like a fucking you know what i mean like a grand strategy game like fucking like you know the original total war like shogun but instead of like all the different uh all the different like samurai clans it's like group four and circle and like all these other outsourcing firms
3: <laughs> yeah g4s yeah, yeah the, the g4s ronin <laughs> <laughs> The
5: idea to then, like, create, like, you know, British-made katanas with British steel just wasn't the best idea. You know, (laughs) austerity really, like, hit its (laughs) limits.
4: Look, look, look. All right, I'm focused on Circo right now. I don't care if G4S is turtling inside Hokkaido. Okay, I'll deal with them later.
3: (laughs) (laughs) G4S no longer lives by the honorable unspoken code of Bushido, so, you know, we can't do anything about them, really. (laughs) Researching
1: a tech tree upgrade that makes all your armor at a Wrigley tin from decommissioned sh- like industrial sheds.
2: <laughs>
3: Mark Zuckerberg coming in, promising that in the metaverse you can still be properly decapitated
4: with true honor. Hmm. <laughs> that is that is really the matthew perry cracking open the japanese economy moment isn't it it's just like no no (laughs) it'll all be fine you can still have honor look everyone has guns now but don't worry there's still a place in society for the samurai no it's a lie (laughs)
3: Uh, uh, yeah, just, just one more thing before we <laughs> we move off the the human player <laughs> Samurai Institute. Um, they are already. I'm I'm pleased to report to you that they are already trialing this scheme for like you know entry level apprenticeships. Um, and it turns out they're all in uh, America and specifically with Walmart. And you know doesn't every senior <laughs> citizen there love to work at Walmart?
5: Yeah, and then everyone just quits there and then ends up just joining the U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> because we all know, we all know so I mean I, I we, like everyone in the US knows at least one person who's done that.
1: What's <laughs> that um what's that thing that like university professors get where they can't be fired? What's that called? Tenure. Uh tenure. 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 Yeah, they should they should have they should implement that for like greeters at supermarkets you know what I mean oh, <laughs> once, you've done the job, once you've done the job for ten years you can tell people to just fuck off as soon as they
5: walk in the door and nobody can do anything <laughs>
1: well, so, you know, at least
5: well I mean greet- greeters at supermarkets at least in the United States still are allowed an honourable death you know <laughs> unlike yeah. in the
4: UK and certainly not in the US military no no
5: <laughs> I
3: love the idea of like being a war greeter and just like having a very large supply of single shop muskets and challenging people to duels by slapping them in the face with <laughs> <of> a glove <laughs> Like you just uh. get really good at it.
4: <laughs> yeah, but then then you're on equal footing with him. You know that that's 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 still a fair fight. You're going to Valhalla in that situation. You're not going to. That's not happening in the U.S. military. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, who Are would win suggesting- in a fight? Like uh, uh, the the dueling Walmart greeter or like the British, I don't know, samurai from Manchester who looks like Steven Seagal. You know, you choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, you need to run it through. What was that fucking program they ran years ago?
3: Like the simulator where they made ninjas fight pirates and samurai oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimate warrior. Ultimate warrior, warrior,
4: Ultimate Ultimate warrior, warrior yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who would win? Viet Cong or the IRA?
3: that's that was my favorite (laughs) who would win the hoplites or the bobot greeters
4: i i i really love doing history's greatest warrior in like the year 2003 five years after the good friday agreement and saying yeah sure fuck it put like a pravo in there (laughs) absolutely
1: That was just that was the most unhinged shit I've ever seen on television. That like it was great. <laughs> oh,
5: I wish it still existed. Yeah, oh my me God. too.
4: <laughs> you have uh, that on like you have that on TikTok, but it's like who's gonna win one giant Yoshi or five thousand regular sized Toads? No,
5: no, 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 no. That's
4: stupid. I, I don't want that. Yeah. I want the like oh. I want I want today's I want today's
5: like insane like yeah who would win like you know uh, Walmart greeter um, yeah. or the Houthis yeah, I w- yeah, yeah exactly I was, like, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, who would win the UVF or the Saudi Air Force? Like you know that
4: kind of. <laughs> Look, I reluctantly have to hand it to the UVF. The Saudi Air Force is shit. <laughs> yeah, um, who would
5: win the Red Baron or the Islamic State? I mean,
2: like,
5: <laughs> I mean, Snoopy is quite a you know. I mean, he, he is quite <laughs> a formidable opponent. Yeah.
4: But you need you need you need to you need to combine it with the the like. Mythbusters kind of myth because when (laughs) Mythbusters would like prove that this myth wasn't real they were like well we still got like 20 20 minutes of this episode to fill so what if we just like changed the experiment completely it was like oh yeah okay the Red Baron lost to the Islamic State but what if it was 5,000 Red Barons (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah it's like we
5: we recreated a life-size Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi out of (laughs) ballistic gel (laughs) we
2: added another three tons (laughs) of
4: We added another three tons of CO2 to the atmosphere just by running this simulation of (laughs) 5,000. (laughs) Yeah, Kong.
5: Yeah, we created a small armada of dog houses
4: that fly. (laughs) The carbon footprint of the show alone is nuts. (laughs) It's very cheap to make, but the environmental cost has been through the roof. God, what imagine
3: watching what? this on like that stupid new Apple Vision snow goggle thing, though, like where the pirates <laughs> are just like while,
1: while driving war. your Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that British program where they used to like pretend it was like, you know, oh, we, we like, you know, simulated a, like a detailed reenactment of famous historical battles and it was just total war?
3: Oh Christ! Yeah, that did exist. Well, I don't remember what that was called. But I remember seeing it.
1: The yeah. like O'Brien used to present it. He did. Yeah. yeah. Cool though. And well, they had some. They cool had some though, like absolutely, how, like... absolutely like insane little goblin guy who used to like come on and like show this is how you would actually kill people with an axe. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> just the guy. I just love that they got the the unsettling uncle a job. That's great. Good for him. (laughs) Terrifying. I love that we got the job for like guy who starts terrifying conversations in pubs. Yeah, Yeah.
1: he did just. He did absolutely just look like your dad as well. But like, you know what I mean? If if your dad actually knew how to use a bunch of medieval weaponry. Your great. dad is al- your
4: dad is always into history when it will teach him how to properly kill someone with insert weapon here axe. bayonet, like dads love military history. Yeah, absolutely. But could you could
1: your dad be a Walmart greeter?
4: No, absolutely. It's all for the dad. It's all theoretical. He understands the theory, the practice. He can't do it. Yeah, he's read He's read Me sun
3: me running the ultimate warrior simulation, but it's your dad versus a cunt in a in a cyber truck wearing the the VR goggles.
4: Yeah, it's, it's your dad versus like five sketchy thirteen year olds in the parking lot of a big Tesco. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Your dad's dad poked all of his keys between his fingers. <laughs> How does that Just change the like the, the <laughs> used to do. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, so your dad went down
4: pretty. Your dad went down pretty fast here, but we're going to change it so there's 500. Of your dad. Let's see how this does.
3: As a special surprise, we've made your, your dad out of ballistics gel, and here he is now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> using, using the total war engine to like simulate what if sports day had 5,000 dads on each side of the brawl that breaks out <laughs> over Eggingtree. <head and> <laughs>
2: Ballistic jail
1: dart and wireframe model.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like ballistic, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the BFGF meme, yeah. Oh, I didn't think
3: we'd end up here for
4: some reason. Let's, let's <laughs> just do this
1: for another hour, this is fucking great. Like. I don't
4: know what you're talking about, this is all in the notes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't look at the notes. Yeah,
2: wait, I, I'm
5: just, I'm just, I'm just. All right, yeah. Uh, what if uh, uh, 500 of my dad versus 500 of the Michelin Man? All right, yeah. Cool, yeah.
4: <laughs> we didn't really get into that bit naturally, but uh, we might have to skip that for time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Michelin, I
1: bet the the Michelin Man looks like a biter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: Well, yeah, because the he's Michelin like Man used to be
5: in the French. Yeah, no, he used to be in the French Foreign Legion, so, I mean... Oh,
4: yeah, yeah, Uh, Absolutely terrifying moment when, like, the... Just sitting in the corner of the
3: bar while people are about to damn the caporal has has let himself go a bit.
4: (laughs) You know it's on site when the Michelin man starts yelling in, like, really fucked French a bunch of commands. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not a native speaker. Clearly learned the language on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out the
3: Michelin man is like, is like the loss of the pied-noir who was still serving in the Foreign Legion.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, actually. No, the, his, the, or, his
1: origin story is like, does the Foreign Legion unearth them from a tomb in Egypt? Yeah, that then he was just called
4: um <laughs> de <di> Michelin or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he got really you into restaurants?
3: <laughs> 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 you must not read from the guide Michelin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, oh. Wait, Rob, oh I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm citing an executive decision and saying move is the fuck on from this, please. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, oh, come uh, on, man, this I'm, is therapeutic.
1: B-
4: <laughs>
5: b- I have a, I have a, a, just a, I have a spreadsheet out now. Just you know,
4: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm running the stats. Yeah, would win? <laughs>
5: I'm mean, using AI good. to figure out how uh, a- <laughs> who would actually win. It's
4: not. Make sure we copyright
5: our dad.
0: proprietary model. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to find out the results of the simulation. Yeah,
4: absolutely. <laughs> Since we've used AI, your dad's sixth, fing- sixth finger is going to be a real advantage here.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can get an extra key involved then, can't you?
4: <laughs> an uncanny
2: amount
1: of teeth. <laughs>
2: Right. <sighs> so Germany, eh? Just imagine an yeah. AI
1: version of that, like little fucking keymaker dude from the uh, the Matrix sequels, with like just yeah. fists that look like some kind of like henched up porcupine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Are you telling me I know pub brawls? do <laughs> no, know what I'm telling you, stupid. You need them, you won't have to.
1: Off oh, okay. on the pub brawls. Do you want to bring up the spoon sauna? Uh, no, no, no. Moving the fuck on.
3: <laughs> All right. Apparently, that's the that's the hard <laughs> that's the that's yeah the shall cross. <laughs> that's the that's the line we won't cross. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, s- smoothly bridging back into the <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Fuck me>. uh, <laughs>
1: smoothly bridging. You're on that river quai shit again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I don't, under- I don't understand i don't understand because you know i'm stupid i don't understand like you germany had like Merkel stepped down and then you had what like all british liberals like wet their pants of of dreaming which is like a coalition between more liberals the the labor party and uh the greens you know that's the thing everybody wants here that's why we need to have proportional hesitation
2: mm-hmm. and how
3: come you're not happy what what wrong? why why are you being weird right now
4: First well, of all, not grateful.
5: I grateful.
4: <laughs> yeah, we we don't. Uh, uh, oh man, I mean, I don't know where to unpack uh, uh, um, unpack this first because one, Germany was never normal. Um, <laughs> it was better when there was two of them. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's yeah. Um, but the 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 second part is also like I don't know whether we deal with that first now of just like a lot of media will refer to the FTP as liberals, and that's kind of not really what they are um they're more akin to like American libertarians than they are like the liberal democrats um because like they're literally running posters right now that like for the Berlin elections of just like we will deport people as like their main kind of like that's okay our
3: our Labour Party is doing the exact same and the Conservative Party (laughs) I don't know where the Greens are in this but you know wouldn't surprise me anymore
4: Yeah, I mean... Wherever they're all, they're crying. (laughs) I feel like... Well, I think the UK still has, like... I know everyone is just, like, wise to it and recognize when, like, Keir Starmer means, like... um, like, He says tough and fair. He kind of means, like, I'm going to go ahead and do the Rwanda stuff. But, like, I feel like in Germany, like, all pretense and all, like, civility has been lost. And just it's just, like, we are going to deport people. That is literally what is written on the sign. Uh, we're the liberal party. Well, yeah. We're going to deport people.
5: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the thing that then so ironic of all of this shit too is that then um, Olaf Scholz did an interview with Spiegel. Back in I think it was December, if I'm not mistaken, or it was it was January, December. I don't know. Uh, the, This this entire, you know, past few months has been a blur or he just yeah spells it out that he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to like just yeah, we're going to do that thing that, you know, apparently we're you're supposed to be protesting right now. I don't know. So um, uh, like by, pr- uh, you know, that protesting in the sense that then that you don't want the fascists to get into power and do that thing. Even though we're well, doing so
3: you don't right want now. the fascists to get in. So you do everything the fascists want just to exactly. Keep them out yeah, 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 yeah. So I
5: have to. I mean, like, yes, you should be protesting deportations in general, which Germany's not doing. They're protesting the potential other deportations that then are actually still happening right now. We just don't want the AFD to do it. This country makes no fucking sense Oh in, wait, in so a thousand so- different ways.
3: Are these like the the these are the current demonstrations because they're like about that um, like new Wednesday conference that like the uh, the AFD held where well, they were what was it about like forcible uh, remigration. yeah so
5: well the thing yeah so the thing was is that then the, the the like the anti AFD protests have kind of, they they kind of kicked off a little bit earlier um in that article didn't like happen. yeah so well like the 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 um. The thing with the, yeah, again, like, the AFD is that then kind of this entire thing in the background since the existence of the AFD has been this, like, oh, well, we should ban the AFD, which um, I, I, we could surely have a critical discussion about how I think that's fucking dumb because you, we live in a country that then would never do that, so don't even, like, waste your breath, Um uh, uh, you know, so there was these like small kind of protest movements that were happening. And then the like, you know, like Wannsee 2.0 conference uh, mm-hmm. went down um in Potsdam uh, called the Düsseldorfer Forum or whatever the hell it was called. Like, you know, uh, uh oh. too many cities, too many things. It was
4: Frankfurt, I believe. The Frankfurt Forum. Yeah. Even though they weren't in Frankfurt. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But so Germany uh, has two Frankfurts. Them- they weren't in either of them.
5: Yeah, so that was the thing is that then those, the, yeah, so the, the, the Von Conference 2.0 was like the thing that kickstarted these. However, then it's just become these anti AFD protests where then like a handful of members who were at this event were from the CDU and CSU, the, you know, yeah. CSU being the Bavarian variant of the CDU. <clears throat> and I like,
3: I really like that you guys have like the exact same party, but then like in Bavaria, they just get to be like a little bit more themselves. Like a little bit more vibe.
5: Mm, well, it's not. Mm, yeah, I, I don't really know. Well. They're well, no. The CSU is kind of just odd. Well, the first thing that then is the funniest is that then they like they get like double federal money, which is hilarious because they're like registered technically as two different parties that just work with each other, but they are the same party, and <laughs> then. Um, they uh, – um, yeah, like the CSU is always kind of like an enigma because everyone's like, oh, 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 they're like hyper-racist, this and that and that, da-da-da-da-da. doesn't need – the afd and it's like well the csu is just kind of like the purveyor of just like general bavarian conservatism within like all the economic shit that then just like keeps it rich it's like the fact of that saying that the csu that just, is more or less racist than the cdu is, a, is also a waste of your time because it's like the cdu has been like one of the major parties if not i think the largest party if i'm not mistaken that has just flooded into afd membership particularly their members in the bundestag are all former csc uh, cdu members and the yeah. csu weirdly enough was actually kind of this thing of like oh the csu is cut, first off because you know it kind of came into like the economic question of like well bavaria was always like this thing that they were like well you know economically it's kind of like the one okay area because they're like literally sitting on too much money um but the bavarians the, the AF. Mean- yeah, the Bavarians, whether it be just for their agricultural industry and their um and their you know automotive and and weapons, which is the they, other one that people forget, they they <laughs>
4: inherited all the uh, they inherited all the businesses that were based in Berlin when they all fled when partition happened, basically. Ah, yeah. okay. so then um, ah, okay, yeah. that,
3: now that yeah, yeah, I, I was wondering mm-hmm. about that. I did not know they made guns in Bavaria. I, thought I yeah, all right, cool.
4: But the stereotype, before, yeah, like, I like that partition stuff happened was and it's still kind of true of like or still the stereotype is that they're country bumpkins they've just it's it is kind of like people it's very hack thing to say of like it's the texas of germany but the only thing is comparable is that it's a bunch of people who a lot of germany shouldn't think should be rich are rich um, yeah, they also have like the
5: highest education standards in Germany. They have money up the yeah. fucking wazoo. Like they are, it's, yeah, it's like Bavaria is like, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> mistaken yeah, pretty much. It's a, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. And yeah, so it was like kind of always seen as this thing that then like, well, the AFD kind of can't really exist in Bavaria. And then that, that ended up getting kind of proven wrong in the last local elections. But that's just, yeah. like, I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it I is this it also, kind of thing that
4: then that sorry i just yeah, also think when you, when people say like the csu is more racist than the cdu it lets a lot of the cdu off the hook because like yeah exactly Hans I mean, like, Yeah, people like hans Georg. yeah exactly hans gear yeah.
5: was exactly what i was gonna say
4: he's not csu um the ma- the main branch that was at this like second fancy conference was um what is it the vet Union, which is like a coalition is that what you would call it within the cdu csu of people who are like a hair's breath away from joining the AFD. The Veto Union means um, union of values, values union, and they're all. Oh, good! That sounds yeah. delightful. Yeah, yeah. And they I do this really when cool thing get
5: too. Involved. Yeah, yeah. And the values mean that then uh, we're going to go and fly the flag that then it's like, well, we can't fly the Nazi flag because that one's illegal. So let's fly the German imperial flag. I was literally going to say
3: German imperial (laughs) flag just now. Yeah. Yeah.
5: So you'll see like you'll 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 see pictures of like Werte Union or like Junge Union, which is like the youth group of the of the CDU um at these events just you know blast in that uh you know black white and red flag that is uh, should more or less be illegal too but they can't do that because you know uh, uh they, German values, speech. I don't know no, they basically the does... kaiser had a really cool hat
0: that's all yeah it basically exactly. should
4: they should just have a flag that just reads like you know which flag we want to be flying <laughs> um, cuz that's what it is um yeah well, i mean but, while,
3: while, is... while we're in this sort of delightful quarter of the universe i think <laughs> it might be worth a second for like our, our mainly uk listeners to get like a small primer on like what where where the afd came from and you know what we have to look forward oh to oh to.
5: yeah oh who wants to take this over me or you kieran because uh-huh.
4: i uh <laughs> i i, I, I mean, love
5: I, can... I love i love talking about the origins of the afd i know that you do too
4: you, you, uh, um, how about you handle bullshit order liberalism and I'll handle okay, Pegida? Yeah.
5: Okay, swag, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the AFD is kind of the, one of these parties that then pops up after the euro crisis. They kind of form around like 2012, 2013 as like the German answer to them this thing of like, oh, well, we don't like the euro, we don't like the EU, and this and that and that. But it was just how kind of they, like,
4: they originally liked the EU. They just didn't oh yeah like yeah sorry the They
5: liked the EU and they didn't, they didn't like the euro. Yeah. And so then you just kind of have this like, we need to kind of like, like go to this. Yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they were more or less just like classical liberals. And then they were unsure about like literally everything else. And so you can kind of like <laughs> see the yeah. AFD. Um, I mean, because the thing that then, the thing that's very interesting is that then the AFD also has a lot of connections currently to like a lot of like, um, like instant, like, um, like think tanks that are like Austrian economics, like Austrian school of oh, economics. Oh cool. Uh, so
3: like what if what if like some dark money think tanks for like big capitalist interest had like yeah, a popular exactly. front of interest that we've we've never been here
2: before.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then like so their origins kinda of come more so in the sense that then like well, we're gonna kinda of ride this out, see what then we can then do because like what is this alternative for Germany? Well we don't know yet. And then like um, which hilariously enough, there is still an offshoot of the AFD, I think called like the UDP, which is like the uh, I don't know or some some whatever. They're so irrelevant that I forgot their name, but they're just like in really ugly orange color. They broke oh, off, yeah. and then they never like they never they never took off again. And they were like, no no no, we are the strictly economic side of this party. We're not oh, down excellent. with the racism. They're
3: like they're like well, the yeah. they're like the true originals. They're like they're yeah the, exactly. It's it's the splinter group. Yeah yeah. yeah.
5: They're like no 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 I trust me I'm an austro fascist I I do not I do not fuck with this 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 German variant of it yeah, I it's love you know every- not Catholic enough yeah yeah so then and then comes then like the you know the the quote-unquote uh, uh, migrant crisis for Germany and then they latch on to the the Pegida stuff which then Kieran can continue with
4: yeah so yeah 2014 uh, um, people are arriving at the Mediterranean which they've always been doing but now there's cameras there uh, some journalists seem to care for the first time ever um, and then Mostly out of East Europe, but bla- East Germany. But blaming East Germany entirely for this is a little unfair. Uh, arises a street protest movement called Pegida, which maybe Nick knows the German title, but stands for Patriotic Europeans Against the o- the Islamization of the Occident. Uh, oh, fuck. okay, <laughs> Jesus,
3: I'm, I mean, I, I, don't, I need I'm a understand- flowchart
1: to figure out what the fuck that means. <laughs> Can't believe um, they went for an
3: acronym instead of that delightful full title.
4: Yeah, I mean Germans love any excuse to have a word that ends with a vowel makes them feel Italian. Um <laughs> then <laughs> But then yeah, so this this street movement is pretty huge, pretty terrifying, um and like is is fueled not only by uh uh, people arriving in the mediterranean primarily from syria but also parts of north africa and uh, um central asia or like afghanistan um but is also fueled by like the deep-seated hatred that is kind of normal in german society for turkish germans the uh, Turkish, the people descended from the Turkish gas workers who basically rebuilt West Germany in the fifties. Oh, now um, I
3: feel old Dutch. This makes me this. This sounds incredibly familiar.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, the scary thing. I've been in the Netherlands recently, and um, the scary thing about comparing the Netherlands with Germany is the touch seem less racist um which is more of an indictment on germany i think yeah I was, mm. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a
3: real fucking losers trophy there jesus christ <laughs>
4: um so um yeah this this culminates in this this brings the afd's like a huge amount of their base and like the street movement pegida gets mixed with this like ordo-liberalism economics party for nerds um and becomes kind of like the afd we know today Pegida has like a fall from grace which people kind of like the liberals very much like enjoyed happening when was like photographs got leaked of like one of the founders and heads of the Pegida movement um mid getting a haircut where the hairdresser shaved in his head by request a swastika um which, like, you know, as a bit of a fun joke, that's, they took photos. Yeah, normal. Yeah, very normal. Um, I love asking my hairdresser to do that in uh, Germany. Um, then, yeah, so he's kind of been done away with, but like, and people kind of patted themselves in the back and said, "Pegida is gone. We're not really." Oh, because
3: just... one of their leaders left. It's this is like when they when they shoot the ten thousandth leader of Al Qaeda and say, "Well, that's that's that done with."
4: Yeah, dust his ha- dust hands theatrically. Um, yeah, Pegida just kind of got absorbed into the AFD. And while there isn't, like, Pegida marches like there was in 2014, 2015, um, the sentiment is still there. And also to our point about talking at the CDU, a, a, a point that you have to make constantly in Germany is the politics of the AFD are not new in Germany. It's just that once upon a time, the CDU was, like, this... Big tent right wing party. That if you were anywhere on the right, so, you were in the CDU. They just kind of kept the politics of the AFD AFD contained. Okay, yeah, so I basic, mean, there
3: was like basically the but, AFD is just like the CDU that has escaped containment.
4: There's aspects like, of that yeah, for sure. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. A lot and like, I mean, like, um,
0: that sounds a lot like in Britain with the Tories, and then you know you'd be N P with the fucking outright ones that were kind of like a bit too spicy for the Tories and then it became UKIP and everything else mm-hmm. and there's always that. Now it's reform like, and like now it's something Vanguard, else. And... And they don't, they don't, they don't have that popular fucking like, street support.
4: Yeah, like I mean to give you an idea of like what the CDU has kind of always been like, there's other characters in the CDU that are around today that we can talk about but there was like the head of North Rhine-Westphalia, like Germany's most populated state, it's where cologne Bonn, dusseldorf uh, uh essen all those cities are in the west um the guy who was the head of that state for ages as a cdu member ran on a campaign of kinder statt inder or children instead Whoa. of indians uh <laughs> so uh yeah okay. literally just yeah literally just like ran on a campaign of everyone needs to start fucking having kids so we don't have to see people of color um Indians have never really been a big population in Germany, um, but yeah. But if you give
5: Germans a, a, a you know a little rhyming sequence where, where they can be racist towards anyone, we they uh, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> kind- Kinderstadt it.
4: Turk doesn't really work. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. Um,
5: but and I think the thing too about then like I mean of course then a lot of the um like the thing that. The AFD is very good at then kind of utilizing um, whatever. What I mean, like a, a, a crisis in like the bourgeois sense of politics, I guess, that they can say. They're very good at then like utilizing certain ones and then they just kind of fall on their ass on other on other ones, too. So there was kind of like a period of time after like the AFD had like, you know, their moment. They had um, quite a decent amount of support in the East, which everyone kind of acknowledged of like, oh, yeah, these stupid former East Germans or, you know, they're still East Germans, but, you know, former uh, GDR, you know, this and that and that. They're just Mm. they're just built different. They're built more racist, uh, says the literal Nazi continuation state. But go on. Um, (laughs) And then. They had a lot of they had a lot of support as well from like the Hogebeat and stuff like that, like areas like I think like Gez and Kishin and like all these kind of like hyper poor areas. Like there was clearly an economic reason of why people were interested in this like national economic plan of the AFD, even though when you like dug into it, it was all insane. Um, not even just neoliberal bullshit anymore, but just like you know, the next step above, like you know, like classical lib, like like the the the, the truest freest markets and shit like that. Like, yo, let me like you know whisper in your ear about Murray Rothbart and all this shit. Age age of um, con-
3: we're getting we're getting to the age of consent zone. You mean?
5: Yeah, exactly. No, like legitimately, they were they were, they were oh, like the into Murray like Rothbard- some okay, of the
3: yeah yeah. Can I can I sell my organs and can I sell my children's organs because the free yeah, market? Yeah, I mean like if yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: And so the thing was that then the AFD appeared to then after like having the like the initial shock of of the, you know, the, um, you know, migrant situation for Germany, the refugee situation for Germany kind of like dissipating and whatnot, um, you know, history going on as is the rest of the macro, you know, uh, uh, years. I mean, they weren't fine, but it was kind of this thing of like, all right, well. You know, like that, that, that quote unquote crisis is more or less over for, for, for Germany. And then came uh, um, a crisis that then that the AFD actually had no idea how to utilize, which was, which was covid. And um, the party was entirely split internally. Like, you could even see that then, like, these, like, full-blown, like, neo-Nazi kids who, like, dress up, like, in, like, that they think that they look like, you know, cute, like, SS officers or whatever, are then kind of doing the whole, like, oh, well, the national question for Germany is to protect the nation, and you need to mask up, and you need to do this, and we need to vax, (laughs) and we need to da 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 And then the other part of the party was in the, like, hyper-conspiratorial thing of, like, you know, Bill Gates is putting a... Microchip in your cock, or whatever that whole thing was, you know? (laughs) So the party couldn't. The party. The party had no means of, of understanding of, of, of how to even realize this because they were just like they, they they were falling over themselves you had like the telegram freaks and then you know who were like oh I read that then that you know uh, I, I'm going to get like you know 600 autisms and you know my I'm going to die in three <laughs> days if I get this with this one thing and then the other side being like well this is the good thing for the nation so the AFD lost a bit of popularity they couldn't really use COVID and then the um, like the on Set of the russian war in ukraine was like a breath of fresh air for them because then it kind of brought this thing of well the afd although they are once again split on the quote-unquote russia question thing because a lot of them are like i need to avenge my grandfather who is still in stalingrad somewhere but we don't know where <laughs> um and then Jeez. the other part of the other part of the party who is like i i love you vladimir putin you are the like conservative new hege- hegemon for the world you are the, yeah you are the you
3: are the strong national nation leader yeah. with a firm yeah, hand big, that will
5: big you know. daddy Vladdy.
3: Yeah, yeah, but, but what, the thing
5: was is That then that for... didn't matter Yeah, but that didn't matter Because then the cost of living crisis And the fact that then That I think that there is still a general I mean, while Germany is now trying I mean, I literally just read this in the paper uh, today That then Germany is trying to uh, You know, because the the Europe is afraid, obviously If Trump wins, that support to Ukraine Is going to heavily dwindle And Germany is like going to be doubling their efforts They agreed to send a, send 105 uh, Leopard, I believe Leopard ones to uh uh um uh to Ukraine. Uh you know, I mean the idea of sending tanks in a modern war is one of the silliest things too, because it literally is just money laundering at that point. They just they, they literally <laughs> last in the battlefield for three seconds, you know, and um like the the, the the idea of it is 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 I think that then that there is still a genuine feeling within the German like, you know, overwhelming Uh, maybe not overwhelming, but there is kind of a distrust of NATO, I would say, is still relatively like maybe not the most popular thing anymore, but is kind of still there's a bit of skepticism, particularly amongst people who didn't grow up in a nato country like um and that has garnered a lot of support for the afd regardless of the sense of it's pro-russia or not it's in the sense that there is uh not a lot of support for the war now are there a lot of members of the afd who are meeting with russian officials yes uh secretly you know this and that and that but you know that's a whole other different thing of that than how the afd does get funding from the russian state in some way or another we're not entirely sure how that is done but there have been meetings between uh russian officials russian media personalities this and that and that and members of the afd members of conservative like particularly like weird telegram or like youtube media things but yeah, yeah. so it's like none of that mattered but they're like the addressing the like oh Ampel or the, the traffic light coalition is responsible for this um cost of living crisis we don't really care what our position to russia is you know we need natural resources we're fucking free you know like during the yeah. initial thing was that then people were freezing and in their houses and they, you know, now food's getting more expensive and there isn't like the, the, the Grand Coalition thing from the, the Grand Coalition is the old one, uh, the Coalition of of, 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 tra- traffic of the, the Traffic Light Coalition is um, simply just kind of getting closer for example to like the United States, getting closer into like the, you know, Western Hegema, which is like, you know, clearly like, you know, falling, you know, like in one way or another, just like the tides are changing one way or another, maybe for better or worse, who knows, but Germany. Government is doubling down on. We need to preserve this Western American-led hegemon. We love that Joe Biden's in power still. God, oh God, what are we gonna do? Like German media loves Nikki Haley for some fucking reason because like (laughs) oh like you know this woman who's polling at three percent could beat Trump. It's like like this country is fucking stupid, but they need the United (laughs) States with this current like. They need the US with this current government because then the alternative is then either just, I mean, there is no left. Like, Die Linke is like literally split between, oh, no, 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 uh, no. There is, time- I
3: wanted to, I wanted, this is actually a good point. I wanted to like jump in on this because there is a left now. I've heard about this. There's a new, you know, anti migrant pro socialism party. It's the, it's the Paul Mason party, but for the, for, for England, the Sarah Wagenknecht oh. thing.
4: So, I mean, okay. <clears throat> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in now with a, with a bunch of shit because like, I mean, all right cost of living stuff we had to talk about that a little bit more because to explain to predominantly british listeners like i saw i saw the like photographs of like the bills the heating bills you guys are being sent that shit didn't happen in germany but what happens in germany is most people are like by design a year behind on their heating bills because you usually pay your heating bill yearly as a part of your rent and then you'll get a bill for at the end of twenty twenty three you get a bill for twenty twenty two for like the difference that like you didn't pay as a part of your rent. So only now are Germans starting to get like the bills for the year Russia invaded Ukraine.
3: Yeah, yeah, for the for the yeah gas boycott and like the gas spikes.
4: Yes, exactly. Um so that's causing problems. I mean cost of living has been great at unifying the AFD because even regardless of their attitudes towards Russia, both of their both of their solutions, whether it is become best friends with Putin or do Barbarossa too, basically results in lower gas prices. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> both would accomplish that, I guess. Um, but then, yeah, then as a result of this last election, we saw Dilinka dwindle. Um, they they got got in on like a weird kind of like technicality where if you get enough local support in like certain districts, you can um, bypass the 5% rule, which is for people who don't know, you have to get 5% or more to get into the Bundestag. Um, and then a figure in Die Linke that has always kind of wanted to run Die Linke or have always wanted to be in charge, finally split and made her own party, which you have referred to as the Paul Mason party, um, unlike Paul Mason, Zara Wagner is actually quite good at talking to people, um, <laughs> <laughs> which, big difference there. Okay, but
1: uh, maybe you're just not understanding talking to people from a Marxist perspective.
4: <laughs> 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 maybe maybe that thing you just said, Kieran, was very incredibly classist and we need to support the uh, 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 the working class people who are fighting the Houthis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- <laughs> things of this nature. Yeah. Um, the the thing well, I think there's been a lot of like fear mongering about Zara Wagnet, who has been like a bit more well, actually quite akin to Bernie Sanders in terms of how she treats borders uh and like immigrants and stuff. Yeah,
5: she's not that like this is the thing too, is that then her like the PR around her that then is like negatives out like I'm not I'm not saying it's like oh BSV's great. Like it's a weird thing that exists, but she's not the weirdest thing, too, is that then a lot of the most left wing members of Dilinka left and went to her party, like people who are like staunch anti imperialists and stand up for migrant rights. The thing that then's also one of the weirdest things, too, is that then everyone's like, oh, how is she going to like work with the AFD? And they've specifically the they and Dilinka are the only two parties who have signed pretty much in their like like, you know, party manifestos charters yeah. that. Yeah, that they're not that they will never work with the AFD, and um, they've also then made a coalition together of Die Linke and the BSV. So it's like I don't care if the BSV exists; good that they do because actually a lot of people clearly in the polling possibly could like. It's just going to become a like I mean, Klaus could at the end of this next year could be an absolute fucking genius or could destroy the left. We don't know until that happens. So I'm not gonna like I I I'm gonna have the little bit of faith for what it is because Die Linke is is on beyond its deathbed. Um, however, then it's like the BSV leaving then also brought a lot of new members into D-Linka because they're like, oh, we can't have this. So it's like, you know what? She She's like, maybe she's playing 5D chess. I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> but it's like her, the policy of, but then like they <laughs> also then talk about then the other politic of the party as well. And it's just, it's all over the place. Also, when you donate to the party, it goes to a bank that then is also what the AFD uses. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so
3: I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, just I'm, like, Volks, Volks, I just like personally, get like Volks a little bit Bank. worried about yeah. when like, you know, really sort of, I mean, good or bad leftists start talking about like, yeah, we will do socialism, but only for, you know, this in crowd of people that live in the country. And then I just, or yeah. maybe I've just misunderstood the whole thing. I just like, it just, you know, so just kind I, of does send my alarm bells ringing.
4: Yeah. So basically what I would say about like a lot of English language cover, coverage of the BSW uh, which is this is the, what you're talking about the ba- the uh, Bundes salvagenet right or whatever the the the, the Sar- yeah Bundes salvagenet yeah there we go um, the the thing about like it being kind of like anti migrant or it being transphobic the transphobic stuff is actually a bit more what I'm concerned with uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Its members um, the 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 people who kind of like talk about that in the English press didn't realize that those were kind of problems with a lot of the members of Die Linke to begin with. Like, on a lot of these issues, Die Linke has been a bit schizophrenic. Um, Like, I love Berlin Die Linke. I love, like, Die Linke that deals with, like, foreigners in this city. But I was fully aware that there were, like, Die Linke members in other parts of the country that were very, like, we need to project German workers from the foreign hordes, or really didn't get anything to do with gender or homosexuality. Like, Linke, the reason Die Linke has imploded or, like, kind of has resulted in the point that we're in now is that it was a little schizophrenic. Um, there's, there's all yeah. sorts of comments that, like, it was never a working class party. It was more of a party of, like, East German rage. Um, because oh basically, God. Die Linke and Die Linke and AFD are the only two parties that ever said, like, uh, ever acknowledged that East Germany got fucked in the 90s. Um, was basically this is it. the fucking German SNP, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they are further to the left on a lot of issues, but sure, I, I see what you're so. saying. Um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. one of the
5: things, too, that's very interesting with the BSV as well is that, because I mentioned, like, um, you know, not, I mean, like, that then left-wing, like, more left-wing members of the of the party... Uh, left like uh probably one of the most notable ones is Sevin Dagladen, who is a i mean she's turkish herself um and then is very much kind of this like like anti-imperialist gets you know uh uh you know uh uh branded as like one of these quote-unquote Putin understanders is the german word like the putin festeja. Um, but like has like literally actually done some pretty sick stuff in like the German parliament like where she has asked the Bundestag to do an investigation on Germany's support of like Azov battalion and stuff like that and has demanded then through then her internal like methods of doing that I mean yes is it probably because she's maybe be a little bit you know more I don't know what her personal politics towards uh, uh, um, you know personally Vladimir Putin is but nonetheless the fact of that then it's like she is still from the sense that then that like um, you know out of NATO, anti-imperialist, this and that and that, like, she, dude, I, she has pretty good positions on migrants, and then, yeah, and then there's people like Zavagnek who are in it, who are, like, all, I mean, yeah, again, it is, it is, it is, again, like, the chaos, and, and Zavindagladen uh, uh, was a member of Die Linke as well, and yeah, I mean, again, like, this, it, it, it was a sporadic, just chaotic party, because, yeah, you have this, like, one, there's also two Remember like, the, the Die Linke suffers from a hyper-academic class of <laughs> Um yeah. we have uh uh there's like they would go door to door to people Dilinka would campaign being like "Hi, are you a member of the precariat?" No one knows what the fuck that means, you know? <laughs> Wait, they would actually like, knock on your they, door
3: and say, "Hi, are you precariat today?"
5: Are you Yeah, <laughs> are you are you a member of the precariat would be how it translates in, into into English and even in German it sounds stupid. It's not just that it's a bad translation. <laughs> um and they were just lost. They 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 they, they you know, having a Ph.D. in like, you know, um, uh, 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 you know, sociology doesn't help you actually understand working class people because you've read a hundred books about them, but your parents are all academics, mm. you know. Germany has an academic problem, too. German politics suffers from an academic problem, and political activism suffers from an academic problem here. And actual working class people, I would argue in Germany, get the shit under the stick because either then you have to join in these, like, fucking you useless unions like Verdi or IG Metall that are just connected to the SP to the point yeah. that Verdi will ban anything that then is more left wing than the SPD from even like going to their meetings, even though they will be members of it. I will know because I've been uninvited to Verdi events. Um, I mean, it's, it's 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 goofy. It's a very goofy thing. And then when people I think then actually go and speak to working class people, the problem is that then, yeah, you get the problem of that. Then it's like, oh, wait, not all these people are left wing. What am I going to do? You know, and the left can't actually deal with that. You know, the the left is like, well, I read a book about this and it said, it doesn't say anything, you know. So, um, and and, and this is the thing, I mean, Kieran Kieran mentions this to the sense, Kieran just mentioned in the sense that then.
3: This time, if we take our academic ideas and we just simply go to the countryside and explain it to the simple peasants, it will work just fine. We've never been here before. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I
5: mean, like, the thing that's even funnier, too, is that, like, Die Linke in, in, like, Brandenburg is, like, full of Stalinists and stuff like that. Like, it's, I mean, like, uh, Stalinist, (laughs) if if, if you believe that there's actually a thing, but, you know, like, it's a very old school, but the party's all over the place, and I think that then, I mean, Kieran also mentioned this as well, is that then for all the silly things that then exist, Die Linke is actually really good at then also for organizing a lot of, like, local migrant activists, particularly in Berlin. Um, I think his politics are sometimes a little bit goofy sometimes, but there is a, there's a, uh, an Instagram or Twitter uh uh, personality de Neuköllner is his is his name and he's a really like he's he's a really cool younger guy he's in like local government in Delinka and I hope that he has a long career within this because he has this vibrant thing of like I am he's literally a dude from Neuköllner has been heavily threatened by neo-nazis and this and that for being a migrant and for being leftist and he's he's very I mean yeah he's very good at, at energizing people via social media which is something that, like Die Linke never could do you know no. so I mean we'll see you know it's this yeah. big it's this big kind of open yeah, question it, but it, it is uh. worth
4: pointing out that like where Die Linke remained strong in after that last election or where Die Linke gets supports is basically now east german cities um if you count berlin as an east german city because it was like east germany it was a uh, berlin leipzig and dresden right i i, I was that gonna say when they
3: only count one-fourth of uh, berlin as a proper eastern city
4: <laughs> the most western eastern european city or whatever yeah um yeah because like i don't know i'm i'm very i'm very i'm very skeptish of the the bundeswagon not because of like necessarily her politics but also it it really just kind of seems like to me she's made die Linke again but now she's in charge and uh, uh and <laughs> the die, die Linke, but like- with
3: but with hookers and blackjack you mean
4: kind of yeah and maybe that becomes the new left-wing party and it's basically the same as where we were before uh or maybe it's on the same trajectory as the original Die Linke party and it's going to eat shit in a bunch of elections um because like we have state elections this year in uh saxony brandenburg and turing and thuringia as it's called unfortunately in english um and all three of those states are kind of meant to be like states that uh South America's next party would do well in and in all the like decent polling she's not clearing the 4%. So like the she's not clearing Yeah, 4%. that's the thing.
5: Yeah, exactly. Is that then there was all this hype around there was one poll that came out that she was at 20% or something.
4: Oh, that was and complete then, bullshit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was like I mean also
5: yeah, and the thing is too is that then it's 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 Again, like I said, is that then there have been polls that have come out that have had ridiculous stats and there have been polls that have come out that just like literally just show that she is splitting the left. So again, like I I am I am beyond skeptical and they like I think I lean I personally lean more into the sense that I think that she is splitting the left. However, I will gladly eat my words if you know, uh yeah. uh you know that's not she, the case like if she is uh, actually like a, a a firewall against fascism which i don't think she is then yeah go for well, it but well yeah <laughs> hey
4: if you want to be so a firewall against fascism stage. yeah pretty much uh yeah so that's 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 the left
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> So the center is dying, and the left and the right are insane and span splitting in, amongst themselves at the seams. This this seems like, you know, good news for for, for everybody involved. Yeah. When was well, the
5: last time this happened in Germany? I don't fucking know. Uh, no, <laughs> no. no never
4: what's a Freikorps? Couldn't couldn't possibly tell you. Could, couldn't possibly uh, say. Yeah. I mean the other the other weird element of politics is you have the Green Party, which no yeah, I was, wanted wh- to
3: ask, like, what the fuck is, go- because because they don't, I, I mean, to me, like, uh, observing it from a distance, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Green Party, like, the, the German Green Party did the classic, like, liberal idiot mistake, is, like, they went into, they were, they went as a small partner into a bigger coalition with, like, your insane liberals, and, like, you know, the the old school social democrats, and thought that they could, like, ride that tiger and, like, capitalism to positive ends, and that so- never ends well kind of yeah, now but, they're like
5: and now they're 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 green lighting art like you know Eurofighters to Saudi Arabia <laughs> like how yeah. did we get <laughs> wait all Houthis right wait wait wait, are wait. all right yeah, yeah exactly that is the best that is the greatest thing oh because it's good for Israel <laughs> like that was yes. uh, that was Annalena Baal. She's like continuing a genocide against the Houthis is good for Israel swag you know let yeah. me just
4: uh so i think God i'm going to fuck. give the primer on like what the greens are and in in because and then we can go into what they've become particularly since october 7th um because then we have to go into the whole conversation of how does germany feel about palestine not great yeah i, I wanted to uh, touch on that
3: and then i think we'll 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 do some uh, commentary after like mm. we do the delightful palestine part because that puts out yeah puts everybody in a really good mood
4: yeah absolutely and that should uh that should only take about two hours um so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like with the with the greens in particular you say like the small bean entering into the like coalition and thinking it works out for them it's like yes that is what happens certainly to a lot of greens especially like the irish greens keep doing that and eating shit uh but they deserve it the bastards <laughs> the Scottish so, greens <laughs> are
3: getting their delightful taste of it now. Huh? Oh.
4: yeah yeah so that's that's kind of like a dynamic but that's not really a play here thanks to a wonderful little thing in germany referring to which we all call anti-communismists uh or anti-communism uh because the greens for a lot of germans is the furthest left they will vote and thus um like has a really high floor of support and why that is is because it doesn't really matter what the Germans Greens do, they can basically give like, you know Ben Salman a Gundam it doesn't really matter because <laughs> you're, you're a German Green voter is never voting for the Greens for what they do or what they are, they're voting for the Greens because they aren't the AFD, because they, they're they vibe like, voting yeah, they, they're, they're vibe, they're how I tell people I'm a good person, and to the German Greens' credit, I still th- they are probably one of the parties that is also quite resistant to ever working with the AFD. Um, but it is like the German the German Greens in, in the Berlin Greens, for example, want to like privatize the like S-Bahn, the like the street trains. In, Seriously, in, in why the fuck
3: would you? I, I like the S-Bahn when I was in Berlin last year. It's
4: a great public transport network here, and their solution to like dealing with climate change is to bring in the the G4S Bushido or whatever the fuck that we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um like to, to run the whole thing. Um but that doesn't matter to a German Green voter because they view it as um an anti-fascist vote. They are they are they are good Germans. They are the the Germans the Germans who vote for Greens are the Germans that like I feel like a lot of liberals tell you all of Germany is where like they'll never stand for fascism again. They will be against it. But also they're incredibly anti-communist, and Dilinka is the inher- <clears throat> is the inheritor of the GDR, which was another form of fascism, according to them, and etc. 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 So it's it's sort of it's
3: sort of it's sort of the f- as far left as like your average liberal, but with like a lot of more sort of ancestral hatred for communism is ever going to allow themselves to go.
4: Yeah, and like the weird thing that gets Putin into lived this in is like, to
0: stop Jeremy Corbyn.
4: Yeah, it's it's kind of but like half the con- country was communist at one point. And then at the same time you have this like this has always been like you could always poke a hole in this because the greens vary a lot. The greens in Baden-Württemberg, which is liberal Bavaria and the south uh, uh, west, like they work with the CDU all the time. They're very very conservative there are plenty of places in this country where voting for the local SPD person will be actually further left than voting for, uh, um, the greens because you have a lot of like, actually like strong union kind of like always back the worker SPD voters. Um, so it's, the greens have been incredibly resistant. Like the SPD in the coalition currently eating shit, liberal Democrat or not liberal Democrats, sorry, FTP, uh, uh, um, are kind below of like the, below the below
5: the five percent threshold in a lot below of below the five percent
4: yeah they're they're probably not coming in if an election's held tomorrow. But the Greens hold steady at like seventeen percent which is a lot in a, like a six party system. Mm. So yeah. But uh yeah but they're also very bougie, very comfortable. Uh, uh, um yeah and also they have a magical gun that makes all of their parties into MILFs and Dilfs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which we can talk about like yeah um and there used to be there used to be a radical wing of the greens uh, um but like they're they're dead somewhere they're locked up in eminem's basement i don't know where they're gone uh but the <laughs> the but the greens even though the greens are now the like the realos the the realists the people who are like we have to save the environment by doing neoliberalism people they still kind of yeah, market by, themselves by sometimes.
3: A, yeah, by saying no to nuclear power and op- like digging up more brown coal, because that's that's what the green people do.
4: That was mm-hmm. practical. And I guess they, they killed the like the fundy people, as they were called, the fundamentalists, were like against nuclear power because they were like, well, I kind of noticed that a bunch of people in the Bundestag are former Nazis. We probably shouldn't have the capability to make nukes uh they're gone they're dead (laughs) those people who like in the green party back then they're gone now but the the greens will still act like they're still that party that they're still like radical um yeah which which comes up when they want to kind of like launder, like when they kind of want to uh, uh, um put a nice like a human face on how they're reacting to israel palestine basically
3: all right well that brings us to a delightfully natural bridge you know we germany was always going to be normal as does relate to to israel in general but it's slightly more normal than i think most people would have seen coming
4: (laughs) why are all the
0: blue sky posters like this
4: yeah like (laughs) 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 well what's happening on blue sky i haven't checked in that in months
0: (laughs) Oh, oh the germans are losing their fucking
5: minds
4: yeah. yeah, probably. Uh, I think. The, All right, the, here
5: I'm gonna I'm gonna come in as the as the yeah. as the local German whisperer. I mean, Kieran tries Vizier. his best, but yeah, I uh, there is there is though like a language barrier though that Kieran can't fully break into the mind of the Alman, <laughs> and I am here to explain whatever questions you may have. So just throw them at me at this point because this is the thing is that then I'm so deep in this chaos, um, I. Um, like at work, I've had people send emails to me, like calling the company I work for like anti-Semitic because like yeah, like because they don't particularly stand on the uh, the side of Israel with with certain things. So it is it is chaos in the silliest forms. Of every German has to like let you know that um, I understand this better than you because. Uh, we had no fucking clue that we were the most anti-Semitic country. I mean, is Germany really the most anti-Semitic country in Europe? Who knows? But they did the most anti-Semitic crime in Europe. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And, um... You know, so this, uh, you know, we fucked up the first time, couldn't tell what anti-Semitism is. Uh, So this time we're going to double down and just change the meaning of it, it seems like. Mm. And it's really like there has been. So um, I I very highly recommend for anyone who then is listening to the show to check out our good buddy. uh, 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 Right now it's just Ted doing the show by himself. Yeah. But our our friends Ted and Michelle do a show uh, called Spaßbremse and they break down Germany in uh, an English language show and they kind of break down all these nitty gritty things. And he has a really good episode about Germany's relationship with Israel um, Mm. with an academic who kind of breaks down the history of that. Then Germany was not always this psychotically pro Zionist by any means necessary uh, country. This is new. This is very new. And this comes under kind of like the macro government of like the like the 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 reason of state Which is kind of an interesting concept because only like typical within like the liberal mindset um, typically like authoritarian quote unquote states have a like Staatsräson and Germany having one is a bit odd because Germany Staatsräson is the preservation of the, the state of Israel by any means be it necessary. And um this is not done until again, like not until pretty much, you know, Macus uh uh comes into in, in into into power in her sixteen year reign. Um, but like for example, like the S P D in like the seventies and whatnot that and uh, whatnot had like a, a, a pretty good understanding not a great understanding but like a decent understanding for the comparison of now to then like the Palestinian side of the conflict now obviously like Munich Olympics change a bit of that but nonetheless there is still like uh you know there and 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 like there is um a lot of support within the West German left at that time too for like the Palestinian cause. Particularly, we can see this within like the student movements. We can see this within the sense of the Hota army faction like the RAF and like the the the, the Meinhof group. Um, they they uh, they had a very specifically pro-Palestinian stance maybe and sometimes actually anti-Semitic but that's a whole other different you know critique that then could be made um, I think if you look more closely into it I do not know um, you know too much and about also their like personal politics yeah, let's, let's yeah. leave some some holes yeah yeah like yeah covered
2: <laughs> yeah
5: exactly so it is really like in the sense of of that there is this kind of confusing nature and then Germany unites And in the 90s particularly, then you have this thing of of then what is it, you know, like within the German, within like the German left as well too, you have this kind of like the the formation of then like the anti-Deutsch of that then of the sense of, you know, the understanding of that then the unified German state and then the German left has to then kind of take then the responsibility to fight, to fight anti-Semitism by any means necessary and then begin doing the thing of equating then Jew with than that of the state of Israel because that's yeah. is what then the West German state has kind of created then to the 90s and you have then things like the um like the formation of of, of paper um, again also because it's Germany it's all very nerdy and it's all very much an academic stupid leftist thing of like yeah it's like within the squatting movement but it's just a bunch of losers like writing blog posts at, at, at each other more or less um, <laughs> uh, you know things like like uh, uh the groups like the Bahama like Bahama and uh, there's a uh, you know uh, uh, newspaper a of it splits from young into then another paper called which young still exists and then the other pre the paper the, the anti-deutsch paper which I do not recommend you go onto their website and Google translate Ew. the page because it is it is still psychotic of their stance with everything right now called jungle world and that um, acronym. yeah yeah, you got to right. keep, you got to keep the, uh, the JW, but so like jungle world forms Bahamas kind of is like this blog, but the thing about the anti-deutsch that's very weird and that, that I think a lot of people don't understand is that they're still incredibly small. Like their number is about 3000 people, like uh, give or yeah. take. Um, and, but the thing of the matter is, is that then the general politic of them, this kind of anti-deutsch understanding of Israel has been, this has very much seeped itself just generally into the left's understanding of anti-Semitism. And I know for a fact, like, you know, a uh, uh friend of mine for example went to like a you know like a sensitivity course before they went to go on like a language uh um like a language uh where they went to go teach teach german and whatnot and they like literally had to have a thing about like anti-semitism and then they had to have an entire section about why israel is like good which is like Hmm. insane those are these are two completely different yeah two completely different issues and it's just the general thing of that then it's like the anti-Deutsch may be this small, ridiculous, you know, squatting, more or less, movement within the left of, of just fucking losers who are going to more or less end up writing for right-wing publications 10 years down the road. They just don't know it yet. Um, but this mentality feeds into the general sense of that then. It's not, again, just the German left, of course, but this just, like, general uh, fervor of anti-Deutsch sentiment within, like, the, like, you know, uh, a, a, a uh, I don't say bourgeois, but that's a fucking stupid word. But yeah, let's just go with with with, with like bourgeois media and whatnot. Like the German media class is very much um, kind of hindered right now because they can't report the news. They can just report Israeli PR releases of being yeah. like, yeah, there was totally five hundred thousand members of Hamas in the UN. Trust us. And Germany, one for one, just is like. Will make up an article being like this is why you know we and like the wording that they use is just Nazi wording talking. I mean literally you know that like the Thomas Friedman stuff that we saw the other day in the New York. Oh Times. yeah yeah. Germany, Fuck me. Yeah Germany's Germany's been doing this for months now when referring mm-hmm. to Palestinians in one way or another. Um, the crackdowns, of course, on uh, Jewish activists uh, is really ridiculous because of making up one percent of the population they've been made up thirty percent of the can. Events in Germany have been Jewish activists who are pro-Palestinian. So great job on that one, Germany, for really you know being you know fighting anti-Semitism by being anti-Semitic pieces of shit. Uh, There's been this incident then um, with this uh, um, with this with this woman Rachel who was at a protest. I think you may have seen a video that then's kind of gone around where she was spit on. She's a Jew uh, who uh, is 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 pro-Palestinian and uh, was spit on by a German man for. Being an anti-Semite which then I don't know how that turns around into him yeah. not being the anti-Semite, but, you know, mm. uh, even, like, silly examples of, like, then, you know, when Greta Thunberg got the microphone taken away from her. Yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. In the yeah. Netherlands. <laughs> German media, yeah, German media was like, the hero in the red jacket. Thank you so much <laughs> that you exist. Where everyone oh, else in the world was like, what the fuck is this cunt
1: doing, you know?
5: like The hero, <laughs>
1: the hero in the red yeah. jacket is, like, propaganda you would see for M. Bison.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah it's also worth pointing out that i think a lot of people online just before it was revealed that man was dutch rightfully assumed that he was german um yeah. because no, that exactly. is that is the vibe um it is the, dutch that's is a, like german that,
3: that is yeah I mean, yeah true but like that that kind of i'm i'm here for for the climate and not for anything political is also an incredibly dutch vibe that's
4: yeah <laughs> oh yeah that is that's a good point but the um Man, th- there's there's a lot to say about uh, um, Germany, but when it regards to this, but it, it basically kind of comes to, I think what's been happening online, uh, uh, particularly with like ba- basically this everything that's gone on in Israel Palestine since late last year has kind of forced the rest of the world to lift a rock lift and look underneath the rock that is labeled Germany and go, oh, Jesus Christ, what is happening under here? Yeah, um, that,
1: that,
3: to be fair, that was kind of the genesis of this episode. <laughs> like, yeah, <I> just... <laughs>
4: <laughs> And, like, there's a lot of things... Uh, um, I recommend you listen to that episode that, like, Nick shouted out of Spass I also recommend an article in Jewish cur- Currents called Bad Memory, um, a wonderful article that, if you read you'll be amazed to learn after you're done reading it that it wasn't written after October 7th, Um, that it was written before in, like, July of this year, talking about, like, Germany's very weird attitude to Holocaust remembrance, Um, particularly, like, as Nick has pointed out, this kind of, like, weaponization of, like, since we did the Holocaust, we're the best, most moral people. Um, They've literally taken the Holocaust and turned it into, like, all my losses are lessons, kind of vibe which is yeah very nearly saying it was good that it happened um but yeah they, well they, i mean
1: they... every day is a school day right
4: yeah uh <laughs> um, is it, and... it kind of like the same thing that happens
0: mm-hmm. in britain where we're like we're so far removed from the events at this point that all we can do is kind of like not so well in britain we cosplay the events because we were the winners etc and that's why world war ii was actually fought in by every 40 year old in britain um <laughs> but, like is there some sort of like weird twisted version of that going on is is that like a fact
1: well the, holo- the holocaust was a lesson and like the lesson that germany
5: seems to have taken away from it is that like the victims were too white well, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think that I, like I, on a on a on a on a really serious note, I think that we actually like if we're going to get into the conversation about this to whatever degree it may be. The problem that then I think Germany has above anything else is that then that they have created a singularity of of what the Holocaust is. The Holocaust is a crime of the big bad Germans against the jew which is not true like i mean it, the jews were one group of people and yep. they made up probably like the largest group of it but the germany has an inability of understanding of course their own colonial history which plenty of poc activists in germany have continuously called them out for being like Shut the fuck up. This isn't just about like one group of people, of course, who, of course, matter. Like, there's no question about them. These victims matter. But the fact that Germany, like I, I, I've mentioned this um, a couple of times on the show that then in Germany, in German, they don't use the word Holocaust. They use the they they they, they use the Shoah, which is mm. boiling it down to them that it was on French does the same thing, I too, if I'm not mistaken, as well, um, where it boils it down to the sense that then that. Um, It is only the Jews to the point that then that even Jewish groups have had to raise money to then make monuments for other groups that have been affected by the Holocaust because the government won't do anything. The government is actually... The Roma-Sinti
4: Memorial in Berlin was funded by Jewish groups. Is
5: funded by by, by Jewish groups. Another one that then is even more interesting is that then uh, there's another monument that is being torn down uh, that is for Roma and Sinti. uh, And I believe... NFE, so in West Germany, mm. that is being torn down to make room for an S-Bahn line. Um, and F- there Jesus is... Jesus Christ. So not not there being is, moved,
4: being torn down.
5: Yeah, so it's it's that Germany's Germany has then turned then its memory culture into the sense of that then well we don't want to accept that then that the Nazi project was the German word would be Vernichtungskrieg, of a total war of extermination for anyone who was not part of the Nazi project. It just happens to be that the Jews are one of these groups of people, and that then it's like well what was their plan for the Slavs? What was their plan for this people? This and that and that. It wasn't like you know they weren't going to be all you know they like yeah they'd be oh you weren't going to be gassed. You were going to be worked to death. It's like great like. What's the fuck like at that point? What's the difference, you know, but the obsession of round then creating then this kind of like weirdly, I I don't know, maybe maybe it's too far of me going saying that then it's kind of anti-Semitic to then make then the Jews the like Germany then going and then making this weird singularity of theirs against the I don't know. It's a bit too weird for me all like in in all that, but Mm. that it is it's specifically, um, you know. Uh, uh uh constructed i feel then for this memory like whenever like we have then anything that then has to do with the remember to the holocaust thing there's always a big star of david and there's nothing else you know which is like has caused a lot of again like i've, I've, I've mentioned is has caused a lot of outrage from other groups who have been affected by the holocaust and um, Germany just silences them continuously and has been like, and it is, it is it, like, it's not like Germany always, even like to be fair, had this good remembrance culture. This is brand new, this is Started kind of like kicked up. Exactly. You know, I mean, it is it is it is very much in the sense that then it's like, you know, we've talked about this, the the silliness of the CDU and whatnot. The CDU literally had almost like Helmut Kohl almost had to step down at one point because his party still wanted to take parts of Poland when reunification happened. You know, that is an old like reunification. Yeah, it means I want the borders from from you know nineteen you know thirty three. Oh, those like as Karen's mentioned on the show. Don't ask if the borders from nineteen thirty three or nineteen forty five Germany are the same, you know. <laughs> yeah, I so, well, I mean it Hitler is. To power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is really like the sense of that. Then Germany has this problem that then one because I think that the West German state is so vehemently kind of fundamentally integrated and okay with then kind of having to just be... I mean, like, remember, like, there's all these elements of the government that were just kind of brought up by the Nazis, you know, or just with ex-Nazis in them. Uh, our security agency, or one of them, the Verfassungsschutz, um, which... I'm, there's a translation for it of like, the, I don't know, the, the protector of the constitution, constitution or protectors. some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, completely, you know, made, uh, was not made by the United States actually when Chuck, chock full of Nazis made by Germany and chock full of Nazis. Um, <laughs> and, you know, like it is just these kind of things of, of like Germany's role when it was um, two countries, when it was the Bundesrepublik Deutschland and it was, you know, the, 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 D, the, the DDR. Um, was as seen as again this like you know this this anti-communist firewall and whatnot. Well, when that you know when that reunification happens and you have kind of all these like kind of you know pent up fascist things in the actual DNA of the state, you know I mean it's kind of no surprise that we end up here yeah. with then kind of the culmination of everything that we've we've talked about today. Uh, being the problems of Germany is that Germany can't come to terms with one the state that it is one its own history three in the sense that then that it can't talk about any of the issues because it prevents itself from doing so and again yeah if, if you remove okay the rest of Europe will remove that rock and be like what's going on with Germany well if Germany then like looks under itself or, like kind of peels back the layers of, of it's like you know skin of onion or whatever it's 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 you know rotten brown to the core you know I mean this 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 like there's so many things that then this country never dealt with in like the end, Nazi if it's Yogung and shit like that and now they're kind of reaping what they sowed in that regard you know of yeah. like you you can't talk about certain things because or you can't deal with certain things because the mechanisms of power that then have existed have kind of been this thing of like this like back you know this backroom handshake of racists and capitalists always be existing in this country and yeah, what I... do they then default towards is 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 fascism
0: Mm-hmm. so yeah, I have, it's, it's similar in the way of like any kind of ex-imperial state even like like britain as well where like as much reform as you could possibly do you're never going to fix the racism problems in britain without destroying britain
2: yeah.
0: there's there's a why there's we a want a of,
4: million Germany's. there's yeah. a couple of things <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things, for
3: all. Yeah. couple of things <laughs> i need to
4: there's a couple of things i need to mention because like th- there's some there's some little nuggets some very choice little nuggets that i think helps like illuminate all this i think for foreign audiences in particular which is like holocaust remembrance as this thing that actually allows to keep germany pure which is a very very strange phenomenon that's very well explained by this jewish Currents article that basically says uh um to be german is to feel guilty for the holocaust which is a great Um, way of excluding everyone else from being german um because that means you can't like turkish germans for as a classic example as a large population have to feel guilty for the holocaust uh even though they are not related to anyone who did it um but if they want to be german they have to feel that of course they're not going to feel that so i guess they're not german and that's a great excuse for us to keep excluding them from german society yeah um yeah with the only exception to this which is jewish people who live in germany who basically exist as a prop to let the rest of the world know that we have moved on uh and as nick has pointed out like activists who have an opinion different from this are usually silenced or in the case of like a jewish voice for peace are called by like a gentile anti-semitism minister of uh, baden wurttemberg as token jews uh, or not Jesus. really jewish i believe is the term he used um and and there's things like this of like jewish activists being told that they have to be sensitive to how germans feel about like october 7th and the holocaust um and that, like, or you therapy. can do the
5: thing of just not giving a single fuck about what the Germans have to think about any of this because they this probably should yes, have an opinion. Yes, this is what you should do, Nick. For yeah. this is what's <laughs> I mean, that's no, the I thing think. is that then it's like they're so full of their own bullshit that then one of the funniest things was that then they have so they have like the head of anti-Semitism, which I, I is not the role that you think it is in Germany. It's it's uh, it's against it's <laughs> it's it's to make sure that anti-Semitism doesn't happen, not to make sure that more of it happens. But you'd be confused regardless of what era of this country you're the output, yeah yeah think, <laughs> and so I he in,
3: i think in terms of like you know main messages of this podcast i think like you know not giving a shit what germans have to think in general is probably you know a wise idea especially now that blue skies open to everybody so you know
5: yeah. <laughs> hey, German posts, Take home
0: t-
3: German t- postals
5: yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, the thing that then's very so he wrote so the uh, the the anti Semitismus from the the Bundesregierung. That's a fun fucking title, you know, right? Um, he his name is Felix Klein and he wrote like an mm. op-ed in bid on um, uh, so the bid on Sunday or whatever, which is like yeah, you know, whatever your guys' version of crackpot, you know, weekend it's a tabloid uh, uh, exclusive. Yeah, oh, a tabloid. We, don't, we
3: don't. Britain doesn't have any. Never. No, Britain doesn't serious, have any. Only, yeah, only yeah, yeah,
5: serious yeah. journalism. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the thing that then he he wrote this like op-ed about how like anti-Semitism is on the rise in Germany, which again it's like when is it not? Um, and he kind of <laughs> then just like uses he uses this kind of just like very vague language and stuff like that doesn't really say anything and it's just like kind of make some of the shit he just fucking makes up. But the reality of it is, is that then it's like yeah, no, actually anti-Semitism is on the rise. Of course, um, anti-Semitism is very much on the rise from the people that then it's always been committed by the right who. Have just gone, you know, you know who who still have been doing all the crimes that you would imagine before and after October seventh of attacking synagogues, of attacking you know Jewish owned businesses, this and that and that. For a group of people who are very small in Germany, I guess this like around one percent. They do get a lot of attacks from Nazis, actual fucking Nazis, the old ones. You know the the ones who you know don't like Israel now and whatnot, uh, as like the whole new whatever weird neo Nazi thing. Uh, so that is very. true. However, then the other thing that then Felix Klein has a really hard time of then understanding is that then because even as the like head of anti Semitism in Germany or the head of and whatever I don't know making whatever
4: Baden Württemberg, I think. Yeah.
5: Um, but don't I mean, like, like his he he misses then the other point of then remember the thing of that then the the 30% of all events that have been canceled, you know, doesn't want to mention that because well, that is, you know. That would be oh, an yeah. actual example of anti of, of state-sanctioned anti-Semitism that then is just yeah. not mentioned in there um, because they're pro-Palestinian. So even in the sense of the anti-Semitism from the government, uh, those Jews aren't Jews, which is kind of anti-Semitism, if you ask me. He's <laughs> kind yeah, of bad at I his mean, job.
4: Yeah, yeah, like the, the the German idea that Jewish people are a monolith and all think the same thing is very much yeah. alive and well. Um, and it's just
5: it's just continuously like regurgitated through the government, through their own things. And the thing I mean, like in the the, the polling too. that, then if you look at Germany's position towards the current situation in Gaza, um, it's not saying that they're like, you know, on the side of Palestinians. But there is like, I think, what is it, 60 percent of Germans do want a ceasefire, you know. So clearly 61, yeah. there's. Yeah. So clearly there's a disconnect between the media and. The German public so it's not I mean like yeah. this country is very much uh, um, has uh, uh, um, a separation there you kind of can also see the same thing with other statistics like with NATO and whatnot but that that's also another thing to point out too is that then like Germany also stopped taking polls on a lot of things after October 7th because it didn't match the media's narrative Germany's a very like media is very isolated with then like either you have like the right wing Uh, This is the same thing in the UK you have the right wing you know uh, um, you You know you have Rupert Murdoch
4: we have Axel Springer yeah yeah we have Axel
5: Springer and then we also have like ARD well yeah exactly you know it's 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 a BBC and shit like that so it's a similar media landscape but Germans just don't think that they live in it where Brits at least are aware of it you know
4: yeah you guys have Mm. the like Corbin hanger-ons who have managed to like Owen like what's his name Owen Jones like being invited onto every talk show to at least say Palestinians are human beings is like yeah. something that doesn't happen here. Um, don't, don't make me
3: hand it to Owen Jones.
4: Yeah, that's only because you haven't.
2: I'm going to call this
3: episode before we start. Before we open the open <laughs> the uh, the Owen Jones door, because that that's yeah. just that's not a good. That is not <laughs> I, a place I, of honor. Um, I just like, want. I just
4: want to. <laughs> I just want to end on one last anecdote, for the love of God, because I think it, I think it's very crucial to understanding uh, um, some kind of like weird German sentiments. Because Germans will talk about the Holocaust. I believe the translation is "civilization pause," um, or like the pause in society, like that the Holocaust. And this is a great way for them to say like the holocaust is not connected to anything before and not anything after it is a freak event that occurred a truly horrible one they will say it's a truly horrible one but it is a freak event and what that has usually resulted in like i mentioned earlier with these Pegida marches people marching in the streets against muslims there is a there was an organization that tried to integrate muslims into german society and as a part of that course they took them to things like auschwitz uh to like teach them about german history and There's a lot of good anecdotes. It's in that Jewish Currents article that I mentioned when the predominantly Syrian uh, uh, migrants would start talking to each other about like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God, this is terrifying. Are they going to do this to us? The people who would take them on the guide would freak the fuck out. That no, of course not. We would never. Holocaust can only happen to one people. Um, And then this gets into this really weird thing that was brought up on the dig by... um, I forgotten her name but she's a head of a group called diaspora which is a, a jewish organization in germany who basically makes the point of if the holocaust is such a freak event then what does never again mean because if nothing yeah. is comparable to the holocaust you can never say never again because you can't yeah. ever compare anything it 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 just becomes so pointless and that's kind of the situation well, it, that a lot of germany is yeah. stuck in
5: it kind of comes into the sense of that then at least my interpretation of this now after living here for so long is that the never again just kind of comes into the sense about how like um it's like the great war thing I'm like we got that out of our system so it's done you yeah, know? yeah and it, it is yeah. it is very much in this sense of that then like you understand what the meaning is that then that like okay of course obviously germany like theoretically, you would think that they just don't want to do this form of thinking, again, but because in their inability of doing it, and yeah, Kieran's, very, like, this idea then of, like, the, the singularity of history, Germans have just created the Holocaust into a moment where it's like, well, this can only be done by a great race of people, you know? So then... <laughs> by doing it then you make then in the it's this it's this very weird thing too that then Germans have pride like they have a lot of national pride in the sense that they don't have national pride and then in turn in that think that they're better than other nations because they don't think that they're better than other nations you know there's like (laughs) a very odd dialectic that then just Germans just continuously exist in it that then this hyper negation of everything just ends up making that negation the actual thing of it itself again and I know that then Hegel you know was German maybe Germans should Kind of understand that in the sense that you're not supposed to actually do that. You know, <laughs> you're not supposed to become the dialectic. It's just supposed to exist. But they're like, nope, I'm going to do both at the same time. And it is very, like, it is, it is, it is very, um, it is a very just bizarre thing to kind of like live in and witness as someone who gets around in German society quite well. I mean, I speak the language. I, I'm not a German citizen and I do like do most of my stuff here in German. Um, but never having, like, th- this is a thing that then is just, it, it, it still can, like, the, the, the more that you kind of dig into it, you then just kind of see it then always continuously being used as the sense of the, like, you know this kind of like yeah that the germans actually are in some other way superior you know oh we we remember better we we do genocide better <laughs> we educate our you know like like you know it it, it, it ends up becoming oh we, we 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 dislike ourselves better you know yeah. And it's like when you live here, you realize you fuckers can't do anything like this country is like is like, uh, you know, at least in the sense that then that I have this opinion that then of of, of people who live in other countries of that. Then it's like, okay, well, this always sucks. Germans don't have this as much to the point. They always will then be in the sense of like, oh, isn't it so much better here than the United States? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, you guys are literal. Like, I don't think that you understand how similar your country is to the United States. Like I just don't. Yeah. Oh. You. Oh. 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 You. Oh, oh, but you guys are kooky and have guns and drive big trucks. I'm like. I live in car. Like. I live in car country currently. Germany, not <laughs> the United States. Yeah. yeah. So it's. It is, my... it, it is. It is. It is. always this very much the sense that they never want to come to terms with the reality of the pieces of the shit that they actually are because. You know, all of Europe is in some Mm, one way or another. So,
4: yeah, I I, my favorite example of that was like a guy at a cafe found out I was Irish and then said, like, oh, Irish food is not very good. And I was like pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah.
5: (laughs) a Good. Like one of my one 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 of uh, like really good friends of 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 all of us from the show was telling me that then like also from the UK, uh, the sense that Germans love being like oh wow you're from you know uh you're like you're from the you like you're from england oh the weather sure is bad there and i'm it's like
4: identical it's identical to germany
5: <laughs> i got i literally there have been 60 kilometer an hour winds today
4: yeah uh, yeah yeah but like i'm not yeah. you know this i'm just you know i just saying germany's I, got some snowier mountains is, that's the only difference really all yeah. right all right and i then mean, I mean, and then, right. and then gonna, people we people it, we and it. people call and, it. wait,
5: wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, 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 what just one second. People in Munster brag about that there is more rain yearly in Munster than London. Alright? So
0: Yeah, but two things can be true at the same time. Freaks. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> that, but then they think that's
5: that's that, they, they think No no no, but then then they'll say that the weather's better there. So it's just it's just very
0: funny. That's right. I mean two things can be true at the same time. Doesn't matter if they're both, <laughs> you know, entirely in fucking contradiction of each other. It doesn't matter. Anyway, on that note, On that note, I'm going to extract us from Germany um, just for a moment. um, Are we all getting jobs at NASA, are we? Uh, No, um, in the British media, (laughs) unfortunately. Uh, We have a game that we play. Yeah, fuck you. (laughs) We have a game that we like to play at the end of an episode where I will read something, and it is either from an article that I have found which was awful or from the comment section below that article. And I would like to yeah. also me, is a lot of comment or commentary. Excellent. I like this. Okay. Uh let's go with. What is of course the way of humanity? The question commentaria. remains <laughs> The question <laughs> remains, what role can nuclear weapons play? Oh,
2: yes! If it ceases oh, to
0: be high-risk strategy to use one, we are in big trouble. If a relatively very small effect weapon is used. How does one respond? Does it develop into a rapidly escalating tit-for-tat? Is the UK even in the game? I doubt it very much. We are sitting ducks protected only by our association with the United States. Britain needs an arsenal of low-yield weapons. Yes, we do!
2: Yeah, we
1: do. I think the response, if someone uses like a fucking, like a small nuclear weapon, would be to push whoever wrote this into the fucking blast radius.
4: <laughs> no, no, that's mercy. Let them live. Um, yeah, like, how is this a comment and or article from the nation to produce the movie Threads? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: because they don't show you that in public school.
4: <laughs> yeah, that, 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 but isn't isn't that the isn't that the isn't that the christmas film isn't that what like channel four plays at like midday on christmas day threads it should be <laughs>
1: no that's uh that's when the wind blows <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh,
4: what if threads and the snowman had a baby um, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh i think that's probably commentariat
1: i think that's that's commentaria. um and also, I would like to point out that Britain already has an arsenal of small yield weapons, and we have to <laughs> read their up, fucking man. bullshit. Yeah, we have to read yeah. this bu- their bullshit out every week on this fucking podcast.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> would we reckon, Neil? Uh, uh, yeah,
5: I think that that's. Uh, um, I'm I'm gonna say comment section because that again just. You know, Germany is also similar to the UK in the sense that that sounds like a comment that a German nerd would write as well.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go with maybe this is me and Nick having our brain poisoned by living here for long enough. But that seems like someone kind of like waxing lyrical in the comments. Uh, I bet you it's like under an article that's to do with like. The cost of like plastic bags going up or something. It's I was gonna say if, if it's a
1: comment, it'll be in like the fucking Daily Mail and it'll be in an, in an article about like kids vaping or something. Yeah, <laughs>
4: absolutely.
1: Yeah, that is, a it's commentary. out commentary, though. No, it's, no,
0: no, not it's a comment. comment. Fuck off. It's a comment. It's a comment in the Telegraph yeah. or an article about how World War Three has pretty much started anyway.
4: Oh, that's a good oh, article. Cool. I love that. Cool. Thanks.
3: Let's. Ooh, all right. Let's yeah. let's just let it rip then. Yeah,
0: fuck (laughs) it. All right, next one up. Uh, The challenges of securing the Western approaches around the UK and Ireland will become far greater if Sinn Féin secures victory in the South. (laughs) That will fire the starting gun for a border pole campaign with the prospect of Irish unity in the coming decade. Not only should the British government start work on trying to get the new military bases built, it needs to begin <laughs> campaigning now to prevent Irish unity.
2: Yes,
0: that's oh, an op-ed. Ed that's an op-ed.
5: Hundred percent. Yeah, that's 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 the article proper.
3: Yes, we need to build a new ring of iron, but around Ireland. I agree. Yes, dig moats, everyone.
2: <laughs> We're
3: going to build new this. legionnaire forts every two hundred miles. We're going to circumvallate Ireland. Yes,
4: get in. <laughs> I'm in favour of this because I really don't think you have it in you anymore. Uh, But I have a crack at it. (laughs) Um, Somehow getting uh, defeated by the Galda. Yeah. They don't even have guns. They just yell at you to stop messing. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with commentary. I, I, I think this... If this was a comment section, it it uh um it does the one thing that the one golden rule about the the British public, which is they don't think about Ireland. Uh and that would break that rule if it was the comment section rather than a yeah, comment. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna say commentary like. Someone's <laughs> never been to
0: Govan. Um that was commentary. That was Condel Richard Kemp in the telegraph.
3: <laughs> Was, was the article titled, Who would win, continuity IRA or a JCB? <laughs> <laughs> All right, or JCP?
4: Alright, the JCP lost. Or, or what five, about 500 yeah, 500 of my dads. <laughs> <laughs> 500 of my dads who don't like talking about what they did that one pub in uh, Armagh, but you know.
0: <laughs> Next up, to protect our freedoms and our border, the Equality Act 2010 must be repealed and we must leave the dead weight of the ECHR and European Court of Human Rights. Any promises to dismantle wokery and to stop the boats are (laughs) inconsequential, because without tackling Tony Blair's constitutional revolution, the legal and administrative underpinnings will still be in place to sustain them. Unpicking New Labour's revolution is long overdue, yet if Sir Keir Starmer becomes Prime Minister, Things will only get worse. Comment on I, uh,
4: I really enjoy... So this is why all those a- Azerbaijanis keep bribing German MPs, is to make sure that the ECHR stays woke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say article.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say commentaria again. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to say... I'm gonna... Yeah. No, this is a comment.
5: No, that's a comment. Yeah, that's 100% a comment in the, in the, in the, yeah, it's, it's, it's too freak mode, being like, labeling both Starmer and Tony Blair. That's, that's, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was, um, that was commentaria. That was constitutional
0: expert Dr. Daniel Pitt in the Daily Express. The Daily Express (laughs) is kind of cheating because everything's a comment and not even the articles.
3: D- 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 is he the,
1: the man who infected Dr. the Dr. Daniel's shit, more like.
3: <laughs> hey.
0: <laughs> Last one. Our overriding aim ought to be reducing and minimising, rather than heightening, the salience of ethnicity as a political issue. Once upon a time, this appeared to be the goal of self-proclaimed anti-racists. In my naive way, I assumed that they, like me, Wish for a future where character and achievement would be much more important ah, than skin colour, yeah. where we would relate to each other not as representatives of our race, but as fellow humans, fellow no. fathers, fellow football fans, fellow bird watchers.
4: No, no, another another cracker dead, infinite genocide in the global north. Um, <laughs> I feel like when you when you're talking about like when you're that self-reflective, it has to be an article maybe i'm wrong.
1: Yeah, i think it's commentary um but it's kind of cuz it's kind of hard to tell like with the red mist that descended as you were reading that.
5: <laughs> I'm just thinking in the sense of the like yeah, the like slight the list of oh, you know, if we just had a different way of dealing with our better man. That sounds like a facebook comment to me. But I don't know. I guess that then all the U.S. the U.K.'s media is just like Medium dot com. So, <sighs> uh, I'm I'm gonna say it's a comment, like from 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 the comment section, just to be just to be you know different.
3: This has a distinct whiff of forehead. I think this is Brendan. <laughs> it is not
0: Brendan. Oh shit! It <laughs> is it is commentary though, and it is in the Spectator. That was Niall Gooch who is a writer who has appealed in the Catholic Herald and Unheld.
2: <laughs> oh,
5: hell Oh, yeah. damn, I should know. I'm, a, you know, Catholic Herald subscriber. What a fucking glow-up.
4: <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Yeah, well, so. good job to, to fucking Danny Fanny over there. Um, yeah. <laughs> well done. Coming
0: up in the world. Anyway, okay. That will do is um thank you both very much for coming on and enlightening us about the uh the, the German menace. Um we, I'm so sorry. We love to hear how the Huns doing. Uh yeah. So thank you very, very much. Um if people would like more of your stuff, where can they find you and what should they do?
4: Uh yeah, no, we're we're a podcast about European politics. We're based in Berlin because that is the center of it, I guess. Um, yeah, Corner Spatie is the name, or you can go to the website OperationGlad.io. Operation about <laughs> making you feel happy. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is incredible.
4: I can't believe it was free. Best sixty euro ever spent. Um, yeah, and you can you can find our episodes there. I think the most recent one is a two-parter on uh, Nagorno-Karabakh Artsakh uh, and all the horrible things happening there.
3: Oh, we love it when horrible things happen. That's that's our project oh, yeah. brand. You stay away from that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, um as for us if you would like more bonus episodes, you can get them at patreon.com/practicecast to get you one yeah. extra episode a month. It also if, gets you if you Discord want access. more moon facts, you really need to listen to this bonus. Yeah. Yes, yes, come for yeah, the moon, subs- stay for the Discord.
1: Subscribe for the uh, council finances on the episodes, but stay for the uh, like fucking weirdly named Discord channels.
0: <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> Fuck off. oh god
1: yeah um merch is available
0: at praxiscast.tmail.com and uh, streams also occasionally happen uh, oh, usually shit. usually every second thursday I've- keep an eye on that twitch.tv forward slash praxiscast
1: I've just remembered uh, I meant to tell I meant to tell you that it was fucking free shipping last weekend so if you if you have access to the DeLorean from Back to the Future grab yourself a shirt. Yeah. I am good at my job. Yeah, so what you're saying
4: is there's free shipping now. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh thank you very much again, Kieran. Nick, um it's been great having you on. We'd love to have you back on again at some other point. Um until then though, we'll catch you and everyone else on the next one.
3: Yeah. Bye.
1: Hi. See ya. Bye bye.